Live. It is the live Halloween edition of (laughs) the program. Welcome to the show. We will take your calls about anything, as we always do. Just because it's a holiday doesn't mean that we do things really differently. Though you will certainly hear a theme of the uh, the stories that we have to talk about here tonight on the on the show, because Free Talk Live uh, likes to make a point of doing shows on holidays, because simply the you know it sets us apart from the competition. Um, beyond that, I think that there. Sure, always... can you imagine uh, you know some of the the big boys getting out here and and well, giving up time with their family on the holidays to do a a show so that you could have a live radio show? Well, most of the big boys work during the daytime, so they could easily do something yeah, they're, like that. They're weekday they guys anyway, right? So we're here. We're taking your calls about what you want. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I should say weekday only because we do a, we a do show a six nights a week. Yeah, you're right. And uh, maybe, uh, if we're lucky, we've got some brand new affiliates here tonight. Hopefully, we'll be able to announce them later. Uh, 1-800-259-9231. So, welcome to Free Talk Live. We're here for you. Now, to start things out tonight, to uh, to begin the discussion, normally, when we do a Halloween show, there are certain staples. And there are certain stories that you can count on that the uh, the news media will be reporting on on Halloween, for Halloween. They're, they're just guaranteed. You've got the Hell House stories. Yep. You've got the stories about the sex offenders. Tell people what a Hell House is. Oh, okay, well, I don't want to get in too much detail on these things, but the, the Hell House are these uh, these homes that they are, the, I guess they're haunted houses that are that are made for, or by, rather, churches for the purposes of recruiting people into their church. You know, scaring them, uh, hell is bad, scary, 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 join our church, that kind of thing. Uh, so there's always the stories about the hell houses and the, kind of the controversy that surrounds them. Uh, inevitably, stories about the sex offenders and how they're being treated, the so-called sex offenders and how they're being treated today. And I've got those stories as well. So I've got all the usual run-of-the-mill stories. Mark, you've got the the top, what is it, 20? Uh, right now, I've got top 10 most popular Halloween costumes of 2009. Yeah, the the most popular Halloween costume. So we, we've always got kind of the same stuff to talk about on Halloween, and that's okay because yeah, we've always got new listeners on Halloween. So and of course it is free talk live. You can bring up anything. It doesn't have to be Halloween related tonight. But to start things out, I have finally found a story that is Halloween related that I have never heard before. Normally it's just the same old, same old, right? Every year, you know, they kind of just repackage the same stories they do every single year, and we. Yeah, we we talk about them every year because that's just what we do on Halloween. But this year there's something special. This year there's something outrageous, particularly outrageous, going on this Halloween, specifically in Boulder, Colorado. And the Wall Street Journal is reporting. The city has always taken pride in its liberal to the point of loony reputation, but this Halloween, one of its wackiest traditions is under siege. The Naked Pumpkin Run. You ever heard of this? I have never heard of the Naked Uh, Pumpkin. See? Brand new. Uh, Well, now, you know, if that were all the story was about, then that'd be cool. I mean, Naked Pumpkin Run sounds like fun to me. I don't know if I would participate. Maybe I would. I don't know. It all depends. Um, But what's happening here is this event has been going on for a long time. It's a tradition, as the article says. It's been going on for about a decade, as a matter of fact. And the event is exactly what its name implies. Scores of men and women pour into downtown streets for a late-night jog, wearing not a stitch between the jack-o'-lanterns on their heads and the sneakers on their feet. For nearly a decade, naked pumpkin runners did their thing unmolested. 
stampeding through the frigid dark past, uh, past crowds of admirers who hooted, hollered, and tossed candy at them. But last year, the run attracted more than 150 participants. Now, that's not a lot. No. 150 people, that's, yeah, that's a crowd, but it's not a whole lot. No, there were tens of thousands at the uh, Chicago Marathon. Right, and we have this Pumpkin Fest event that happens here in Keene, New Hampshire, where we do things, uh, this show from, and the, the streets are packed full of tens of thousands of people. Yes. Uh, and Police Chief Mark Beckner fears that things are getting out of hand. It's a free-for-all, he says, so he intends to stop it. He'll station more than 40 officers on the traditional four-block route tonight with two SWAT teams patrolling nearby. All have orders to arrest gourd-topped streakers as sex offenders. That's nice. Police state anyone? This is so disturbing. So twisted. It, you know, it's, it's... It's just it's out of control. It's out of control. The people, pumpkin people or the police? The the, the police. The, the the attitude in this country that nudity somehow relates to sexuality. And that's where this comes from. Yeah, right. it's it's just not it's just not true. You were born that way, and it doesn't mean that it's sexual. Yes, you have to take your pants off in order to have sex, but that doesn't mean when you have your pants off that it has something to do with sex. Absolutely. And so uh, now they have forty cops. In downtown Boulder tonight, yeah, well, turning people, into, turn, turning uh, you know party goers into sex offenders. That's real nice. Now it does say it's late night, uh, but it doesn't clarify exactly what time late night means. It sounds to me when you use the term late night, that doesn't tell me right now. That doesn't say that while the kids are out walking around, they're doing this. It sounds to me like they're doing this, you know, 10 p.m., 11, something like yeah. that. I mean, it would be inappropriate to do it in the. The uh, when the kids are walking about, you mean? It, it it just would, but I mean, I can see that why people on uh, you know later in the night would want to put on a pumpkin on their head and go running around naked. I suppose people <laughs> do funny things, right? Exactly. Uh, and of course, the runners and their fans are outraged. It's not the free spirited boulder that they know and love. Kind of reminds me of what's happening in Tehran, says Andy Schnitt, a local uh, local lawyer. They're preemptively outlawing a gathering. The American Civil Liberties Union has fired off a letter accusing the police of violating citizens' constitutional rights to express whatever it is they're expressing. When they I'm sl- sure that the police are quaking in their boots because they really have a lot to fear from the ACLU. Not a damn thing. They're, not a single one of those cops is going to lose their job. Not a sing- that, that police chief isn't going to get in trouble. The ACLU might win, a, um, win the lawsuit, but big, fat, hairy deal. These bureaucrats aren't held responsible for what they do. And that's the problem in this nation. The problem in this nation is that we do not hold our elected officials and uh, their hired-on bureaucrats responsible for what they do. They have sovereign immunity. That's right. How that could once you? Once they put on the mantle of government, they don't have any responsibility for what they do any longer. At a recent forum for city council candidates, all ten participants said they disapproved of the threatened crackdown. My question is, if this is found to be unconstitutional by a federal court, will these, uh, will this police chief and his police officers that are enforcing it be held up for no, treason? Not likely. Not I mean, great. He, they're violating the Constitution. What could it be besides treason? You know, uh, there was a story out of, I think it was Maricopa County recently, where what Joe, Sheriff Joe... Uh, one of the most corrupt sheriffs in the United States, was ordered to stop enforcing a certain immigration co- provision. I, I'm not sure exactly as to the details. And he just basically said F you to uh, 
to the people that told right. that I'm going to go ahead and enforce federal laws because right. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a county sheriff. You should be enforcing county laws and, and local laws, maybe perhaps state laws, but you certainly you know there's no obligation. You have no reason to be enforcing federal laws. Even the mayor of Boulder, who claims he supports the police, admits to a tinge of worry that arresting Halloween streakers will tarnish Boulder's reputation as, well, Boulder. 57-year-old mayor said, I'm a little old for it, but it could be pretty cool to be running around with a pumpkin on your head and not much else. As for the runners themselves, they're stressing. Do they hand the cops a victory by staying home, fashion a zucchini codpiece to stay legal, or let it all hang out? Oleg Abramov, a 31-year-old planetary scientist, says it's an excruciating choice. He loves the run. He calls it a liberating and somewhat surreal community arts project. But being labeled a sex offender could ruin his career. Yep. And here you're taking, you're taking a guy, a planetary scientist, and going to turn him into a sex offender. How nice. He won't divulge his plans for tonight, except to say that if he does run, he plans to have a lawyer standing by. Last year, in a first tentative move against uh, the pumpkin runners, police ticketed a dozen participants, including Mr. Abramov. The Pumpkin 12, as they became known, all had the charges against them dropped or reduced to disorderly conduct in exchange for a few hours of community service. You know, we're speaking of Halloween here. It makes, kind of makes draws up in my mind. Stormtroopers, you know how these clones were bred in order to not ask questions? Mm-hmm. Sure. And it makes you wonder, some police forces, not all of them, certainly, hire people, will not hire people above uh, an IQ of 120 or something sure. like that. And it makes you wonder whether that their goal is is to create essentially a crew of stormtroopers. I want to hear from somebody that supports this crackdown. Somebody that thinks that people who are running through the streets naked, with the exception of a pumpkin on their head and shoes on their feet, should be arrested, should be charged with a sex offense. 800-259-9231, Halloween edition of Free Talk Live. Register now for the Republican Liberty Caucus of New Hampshire's Liberty in 2010 reception. Dr. Thomas Woods, the New York Times best-selling author of Meltdown, will be explaining the economic crisis and the role of the Federal Reserve. Successful investment fund manager Larry Lepard will share his perspective on the meltdown, including advice on how to protect your investments. Proceeds will be used to help pro-liberty Republican candidates win their primaries in 2010. Register at nhrliberty.org. That's nhrliberty.org. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Halloween edition of the program. You are invited, as always, to take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. If it's Halloween-related, that's great, but it doesn't have to be. It is Free Talk Live, and that's the point of the show. Uh, You can bring up anything. Toll-free number 800-259-9231. Don't forget to join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And the features there include, by the way, archives. So if you've missed a moment of the show, you can go click and download. They're yours. There's no logging in. There's no membership fee. Uh, you just go and get them for free at freetalklive.com. Audiblepodcast.com offers over 60,000 downloadable audio books. Most of them are unabridged, and they're the newest to the uh, most popular books out there. It's not a bunch of off-brand books. You can go go check their list at audiblepodcast.com. And if you want to get a free one to try out, you can go to audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. That's how you get the free book, audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. All right, so we're going to continue here the story and still want to hear from somebody that thinks that these folks that are going to maybe participate in Boulder's Naked Pumpkin Run tonight, uh, apparently it's an almost decade-long tradition of a group of people getting together. Last year there were apparently about 150 people participating. 
but people getting together wearing jack-o'-lanterns essentially i guess is it a jack-o'-lantern if it doesn't have a candle in it I think it's, if it's carved and put on your head, it would still be considered a jack-o'-lantern, but it's, I, I, my understanding is that a jack-o'-lantern isn't, isn't a jack-o'-lantern unless it's lit, but you know, I, I think that that's probably just somebody being splitting hairs. Well, they put jack-o'-lanterns on their heads, and the rest of their bodies are completely naked, with the exception of perhaps runner's shoes, and they go run around a four-block route in uh, downtown Boulder, Colorado. And for a decade, they've been doing this successfully, and everything's been fine. People have been gathering to watch them and, and to uh, to be amused by them and to throw People candy at them. People are being sexually assaulted having to watch this in their neighborhoods. Well, the police chief... Late at night, says people the, running around in the dark. You can't, you can't even see their genitals unless you get a flashlight out. The police but chief... But it's an assault. ...says he has uh, got 40 police officers, including two SWAT teams, patrolling the uh, the route tonight. And he plans on arresting everybody and charging them as sex offenders, which I find absolutely outrageous. As you pointed out, Mark, there's nothing sexual about being naked. And for people that think there is something sexual about being naked, that's your problem. That's all going on in your mind. So please don't force your puritanical, uh, restrictive, repressive belief systems on everybody else. And to suggest that there's something that is... That, that, that running through the street naked is somehow a sex offense is an outrage against people that have been raped and molested. Because sex offenders in many cases are all treated the same way. In fact, we can talk more about how sex offenders are treated on, on, uh, on Halloween here in a little bit. But they're planning on arresting people. And, and one of these guys is a, a planetary scientist who was there last year. He's not sure what he's going to do this year. Uh, because he doesn't want to get a sex offense on his record. Because then, you know, you've got to report to the government wherever it is you go. On Halloween, some cases you have to uh, go to a special sex offenders gathering because they don't want you being at home. Uh, there, there are all kinds of insane restrictions on people that have been labeled as sex offenders. And this year, the police plan on making a strong statement. They're on edge, not just about the pumpkin run, but also about an outdoor costume party that could draw thousands of rowdy revelers to the pedestrian mall. So this time, officers won't mess around with handing out tickets. They expect to make arrests. Chief Beckner says, we are a police department. We enforce the law. Now, whether the law applies to naked pumpkin runners is a matter of some dispute. It's not illegal to be naked in downtown Boulder. In fact, the city has had a long, proud history of nudity. Uh, students back in 1974 dashed across campus in the buff in a vain attempt to set a Guinness World Record. More recently, boulders played host to an annual naked bike ride to protest dependence on fossil fuels. In the Boulder Daily Camera, the local newspaper serves up a steady stream of stories about clothes-free joggers and nudist gardeners. So what's the big flipping deal here? Is the police chief going to start cracking down on everybody who's naked in Boulder, even though it's not illegal to be naked in Boulder? Once again, you have a great example of a police officer just in this case, police department, just going off and doing whatever the hell they want to do. It doesn't matter what's written down. It doesn't matter what their laws say. Casting about for a law right. to apply. They say it's a nation of laws. They, they, you'll, you'll hear it constantly. This is a nation of laws. But how can it be a nation of laws when the people that enforce the laws are given discretion to enforce those laws? Oh. I, they, they actually have it. It's written in their codes. And these police officers, they do have discretion. Yes, they do. And But they found and one, Mark. if they didn't <laughs> have discretion, then we'd all be get arrested for all kinds of silly, silly things. They, I know here in New Hampshire, it's illegal to pee while looking upward on Sunday. It's a, it's, They're not it's, cracking down on that. It's illegal to tap your foot to the music in New Hampshire if you are in a restaurant that serves alcohol.
You don't have to have alcohol in front of you just to be in a restaurant. Sure. You cannot skydive, on, uh, I think, naked on Sunday in Florida. It's crazy. So you may be asking yourself, well, what will they charge them with? Well, since nudity isn't illegal per se, the police looked to the indecent exposure statute, which makes it a misdemeanor for anyone to knowingly expose his or her genitals in circumstances likely to cause affront or alarm. So according to the police chief, because this will cause alarm to somebody, this is arrestable. I want to go to you and see what you think about this. Let's go to Chris in Virginia, listening in uh, listening in Charlottesville to WCHV. Chris, you're on Free Talk Live. Chris in Virginia, going once. Chris in Virginia, going twice. All right, well, we'll continue here in a moment. Maybe Chris will call back, and we'll take your calls about anything. So according to the story here, oh, okay, here are the details. The run starts at 11 o'clock at night. It's long after young trick-or-treaters have retired, so nobody could claim that these runners are attempting to expose themselves in, in front of small children or something like that. Again, as though that's something uh, wrong. As though there's something wrong there. I can understand that you know some parents don't like that, but those are the more re- repressive, uh, prudish kind of parents. Well, I think the parents should teach their kids that nudity is okay, and if you believe in a god, then you believe that God created you that way, and that there's nothing there's nothing wrong or evil about being naked. You know, you could point out that there's a difference between nudity and somebody, say, masturbating in front of children. Running naked down the street, I think, is a completely different uh, category than maybe somebody having sexual relations or touching oneself. You know, I'd like oneself. to take the opposite tact of you on this one, but I just can't do it. I think that a streaker running through a uh, a, a crowd, you know, it might be offensive to some people, but to me, you should get over it. Uh, it's, uh, you know, I think most people are amused by a streaker. Absolutely. It's silly, especially when I mean, wearing a pumpkin on his head. I think there are things that a, that a person who is naked could do that would be more offensive. However, I don't think that somebody simply running naked through a crowd is in and of itself offensive. Now, police acknowledge they haven't been flooded with pumpkin run related complaints, but say that's beside the point. A throng of naked people with jack-o'-lanterns on their heads is by definition an alarming sight, says Chief Beckner. Therefore, it's illegal. See, it doesn't matter if you and I aren't alarmed, Mark. It doesn't matter if you and I are amused. If the police chief says it's alarming, well, that's good enough to throw a bunch of people in a jail cell and charge them with sex offenses. Well, he's the guy hired to do this. Not elected, hired. Generally, police chiefs aren't. Typically, you're right. Uh, Those convicted of indecent exposure rarely get jail time, but they must register as sex offenders just like rapists which seems a bit excessive to the local district attorney. He said with a sigh, a lot of times, these people are just being idiots. And that he will back up the police, adding that we'll take the cases they give us. Hey, he's just doing his job. Sure, he could do the right thing and say, say, you know, drop these charges when they come to him. Because as the prosecutor, it's his job to you know, ascertain whether or not to move forward with this kind of stuff. And he's going to move forward with it. Yeah. Because he doesn't care about freedom. He and he's not liable for his actions. Yep. 800-259-9231. I want to hear from you. If you think these people should be arrested and charged as sex offenders, anybody out there think that? It's Free Talk Live. Hey, podcasters. FTL has a new advertiser with a somewhat unusual arrangement. They're paying us for people that fill out their online form for inspections for their basements. You won't believe how affordable a dry, usable basement can be, and FTL gets 50 bucks for... Everyone that fills out the online form at basement.freetalklive.com. 500 bucks off, a lifetime warranty, and a free water watch alarm. Just go to basement.freetalklive.com, click on free inspection and estimate in the upper right-hand corner, fill out the online form, earn FTL 50 bucks. 
This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. It's the Halloween edition of Free Talk Live. We're here taking your phone calls about whatever you want. And we will get to uh, to you who are calling not on this uh, this pumpkin thread, the uh, the pumpkin issue about Boulder, where they are planning on cracking down on the annual pumpkin run. It's a naked pumpkin run where at 11 o'clock at night, people run through the streets of downtown Boulder wearing pumpkins on their heads. And as the Wall Street Journal points out, yeah, the naked pumpkin run isn't for everybody. It's yeah, hot and smelly and goopy inside of those jack-o- jack-o'-lanterns that they're wearing on their heads. Even hollowed out, the pumpkins can weigh 25 to 30 pounds, so they are heavy and pretty tough to balance. So veteran runners have learned to carve big ears so that uh, they can double as handles. That way they can hold hold the pumpkin mm. as they're actually uh, running with it. That maybe you'll get sense. a little cross-breeze cross in there, too. Yeah, absolutely. So they are looking at uh, maybe moving the pumpkin run outside of Boulder, since the police have about 40 officers on the streets and are planning on arresting people and charging them with sex offenses. Uh, they may move it to a, a more friendly nearby city or something like that. And good luck to them. It's it's just awful to hear news like this in the so-called land of the free. It's just perfect evidence that this anything but a free country, and it's outrageous. It's a police state. I mean, 40, 40 police officers, including two SWAT teams, to crack down on people running through the streets with pumpkins on their heads. Join more than half a million people who have trusted LegalZoom.com for their common legal documents. Incorporate your business, create a will or living trust, even register a trademark. Empowering you, protecting you with common legal documents that people trust. LegalZoom.com. That's LegalZoom.com. Use code FTL to save $10 off your order at LegalZoom.com. You know, people don't like the accusation that we make of this being a police state. It, it really riles some people up. Sure, it can't happen in America. And the, it, it, the reason is, I suspect, is because whatever it is that they do is okay. And likely, they, you know, the, the people towards the center of the bell curve, yeah, those the, those people aren't going to get into trouble. If you drive, get, get in that much trouble, if you drive your, you know, off uh, off the shelf Buick and uh, you know just go to work and go to the grocery store and and you, your religion is a mainstream religion and you raise your kids uh, by sending them to the government school and all that other stuff, you're probably not going to have too many problems. But I know a friend whose kid, autistic kid, was taken away because the authorities didn't believe that he he was autistic. Um, he got him back, but but whatever. That does it. Tra- it's traumatic. If Je- if my son yeah. Jack was taken away today, I can't imagine what it would be like. Uh, just a week away from his mom, it'd be awful. Right. Even if you got him back, that wouldn't solve the trauma that had already occurred. It certainly wouldn't provide you with any restitution for the trauma that had occurred. It would just be giving your son back, which is good. But some people don't get their kids back. But this, uh, you know, and and just it's all kinds of different stuff. There's people out there that want to do unassisted births. It's illegal in most states. I'm certain it's. I know it's uh, illegal in. Uh, Tallahassee, or in Florida in general. And How about assisted suicide? It, it, you know, people that, that are in too much pain. Want to, you see, these are the people. It's the people carrying the, around a plant. The fringe of the bell curve. Those are the ones that get uh, that, that get the trouble. And the but, fact is that the police state, when you have so many cops, they need things to do. So the 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 lines keep moving in closer and closer to the center of the bell curve. Well, they've got cages and they want to fill them with uh, with bodies. You know. You can say to yourselves, well, I'm, I'm not interested in a naked pumpkin run, so I don't care about that. 
or I'm not interested in carrying around a plant called cannabis or smoking it, so I don't care about the fact that those people are, are arrested and thrown in jails. But it's exactly what you say, Mark. They're closing the gaps. They're, more and more things are becoming criminalized. And so it's the old uh, saying from Pastor Martin Niemoller all over again back in the World War II days, is that first they came for the pumpkin runners. You know, I'm paraphrasing here. Uh, for, you know, first they came for the pumpkin runners, then they came for the uh, the marijuana users, and then they came... They're coming for you eventually. Just give them time. Then they came for the homeschoolers, and yeah. Yeah. You know, and and it just more and more. Let's go Sorry. to your phone calls here. I'm I'm amazed, actually amazed, that uh, we have, were not able to find anybody to call this show and defend the police in this case. Usually, usually we can find somebody who will defend the cops, but in this case, either you're too embarrassed to call in and defend the police on their arresting their plans to arrest people for running through the streets at 11 o'clock at night while wearing a pumpkin and about nothing else. On their bodies. So I guess that's good news that nobody calls because uh, maybe the police really don't have any support. I mean, even the city council candidates in Boulder wouldn't support the police on this. All of them. At, a, at an event that they had for the election coming up there, all ten of them would not support the police's plans to arrest people. So even in the face of their own political buddies, you know, the people that are also in the political system, they're going up against them doing this. It's crazy. Let's go to Sam in New Hampshire on the amp line. Sam from ObscuredTruth.com. Good evening and happy Halloween. Hey, good evening, gentlemen. This is my favorite holiday of the year. You know, it's sad. Over the years, this climate of fear that the government fosters reduces the number of trick-or-treaters that I've gotten year after year. Now that I'm up here in New Hampshire, there were a lot more. It was good to see, you know, a small town that these kids are going out, that they're not afraid of getting you know, razor blades or poison candy or any of the other nonsense stories. So you're saying it was and that way down I, in Texas, where it was just, just dropping off? Yeah. When I used to go trick-or-treating, I would have a, you know, I would see hundreds of kids out in the neighborhood. And, you know, I lived there most of my life, and it went from, you know, maybe 100 when I first got my house down to 60 and then 40. And last year, I think I had about... Uh, 12 to and you're in a regular residential area, right? You were in a regular residential area. Oh, yeah. I, I was in Dallas. I was in a uh, suburb of Dallas in a really nice neighborhood. We used to get lots of trick-or-treaters. And there's also fewer people that, that actually participate in the holiday because, I don't know, it's like... They're scared. The, the sense of community is is being uh, destroyed. Well, it's it's the it's, it's the I local think it's news. Because of this climate of fear the government fosters. It's the local news channels that you know, they just they just can't help themselves because if it if it bleeds it leads. And that's how news is. Uh, you know, I'm I'm surprised they haven't put up a big map with the the mudslides on one side of the nation, fires, uh, you know, tornadoes and all <laughs> that just to, to to show the apocalypse that's coming because that's what sells news is scaring the bejesus out of middle America. And I will put out the challenge once more, again this year. We've been on the air for eight years. Please send me a story of a razor blade and an apple. And it has to it's be a, a story, a story from a major news, uh, you know, outlet or at least a news outlet. You, I need it needs to be a real newspaper. Urban legend. Right. You won't, it won't happen. Right. The, 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 no razor blades and apples, parents. None. Exactly. So when I heard uh, your story about the uh, Boulder police and, and when I hear other stories, there's something I've started doing is I, I read about these, these kinds of events and things that police or city council are, are doing around the country, and I'll just quickly punch it into Google, look up the uh, phone number, and I give them a call. And I talk to them very calmly and just express my uh, concerns that they are turning things into a police state that – the police are not out protecting and serving, but they're instead acting as 
law enforcement officers rather than peace officers, mm-hmm. and they're out raising revenue rather than helping people. And I don't think that's the kind of world that I want to live in. Right. Uh, and I would just encourage other people to do that. I just did that with the uh, Boulder police and the non-emergency number that you can call if somebody else wants to do this. Sure. Go ahead. Is, give it out. Uh, 303-441-3333. That's a number for the Boulder police department to let them know how you feel about them deciding to crack down on the naked pumpkin run tonight. Uh, with over 40 police officers, two SWAT teams ready to arrest anybody that uh, that strips down uh, with a with a pumpkin. Well, I guess whether or not you have a pumpkin on your head, you'll you'll be arrested. Well, go ahead and give the number one more time. Sure. It's uh, 303-441-3333. And, Ian, I think you made a great point that it it really is an insult to the people that have been victimized by sex offenders to go out with SWAT teams and arrest these people. And I told the nice lady, Elizabeth, who answered the phone, I told her all of this and explained my position. And, you know, she sounded a little remorseful at the end of the call. It's just absolutely outrageous, and you know we've, the phones are dead as far as we got other calls that want to talk about different things, but nobody's calling to defend the police on this one. I, I'm amazed by this. Normally, the, there are people that will just trot right out and defend the cops, but uh, nobody tonight, so I guess that's a little bit of good news. Right. And I think it's important, though, to also do things like this, to let the police know that people are paying attention, that mm-hmm. we don't approve, because I think to a great extent, police live in this bubble that, hey, we're heroes, we're out here protecting the public and yep. people want us to do these things and unless you go and really burst those bubbles for them no. they're just going to continue what i want them to do no. is to arrest the guy that gets in a fight with uh, somebody who has a pumpkin on their head or somebody throwing a pumpkin through a window or you know doing something that's actually damaging to another person or their property that's what i want them out there doing not arresting peaceful people for running through the streets and having a good time thanks sam for the call and the suggestion tonight more coming up you can bring up anything 800-259-9231 free talk live. are you moving to new Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area? Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live. It is your show to take control of if you decide to. You may dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. It is a live Halloween edition of the program. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there for free, so enjoy those on us. And those features, by the way, include the updates. Get signed up, and we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Just go to updates.freetalklive.com to get on the list for free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. And Free Talk Live has teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some really great prices on gold and silver. If you just go to gold.freetalklive.com, now's a really great time to have gold and silver as a you know an investment. It's gone down just a little bit recently, and, and lots of experts predict it'll continue to go up. I, can, I have it, so I assume that it will. It's a great hedge against inflation. They've printed lots and lots of those little Federal Reserve notes they love so much recently, and that only means inflation. And you can go uh, to gold.freetalklive.com and get some now. And if you want to just invest in some on a you know like weekly or biweekly basis whenever you get your paycheck, there's a number here, and you can do a layaway plan with them because 20 coins is the best for shipping um, with this deal. So call 877-857-9938. It's 877-857-9938. 
gold.freetalklive.com. All right, let's go right to your phone calls about what you want. Mike is on the line listening to WGMD-FM in Delaware. Hello, Mike. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, what's on, man? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? I have nothing. I just want to call in and support the police and the people who may not want their children to perhaps see, see something... Uh, out of their discretion, I guess. Well, um, aren't those, shouldn't if if we're talking about children, children shouldn't those children be asleep at uh, eleven o'clock at night? I mean, the, now now you're should, talking about the indecent uh, people that keep add, their kids uh, up. I don't really support that point of view. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I think the country is turning into is going to be a lot more dangerous to the people and our freedoms than a police state. It's more uh, dangerous. That's all I really had to say. So you're saying that you think it's worse than a police state? No, I think it could turn into something a lot worse. Wow. Okay. I, I suppose you're right. I, I think it's it could certainly be possible to be worse than a police state. I don't know what exactly that would be, but it sounds absolutely horrific. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you right. at 800-259-9231. We're talking about the pumpkin run, the naked pumpkin run that happens in Boulder, Colorado, or rather happened for about a decade, and it was fine. For about a decade until this year, the police chief decided to start cracking down. Since it's a sex offense this year. This Yeah, this year they're planning on arresting anybody that runs uh, that is in the streets naked, uh, whether they have a pumpkin on their head or not. And so people are a little, well, they're feeling some trepidation about whether or not to go out and actually participate this year. They may move the event to a nearby town or a nearby city where the, uh, the police aren't as, well, fascists, I suppose, and just sick control freaks in this case and i think that it's absolutely outrageous uh what these police are doing in this case and it's pretty unpopular we still haven't really had anybody who's been able to defend the police effectively let's talk to tom in delaware listening to wgmd also on fm in delaware hello tom hey how are you hey what's on your mind tonight tom uh you know the police in boulder did such a wonderful job of investigating the john a ramsey case i guess they're turning their detective attention to uh Investigating guys with jack-o'-lanterns. It's yeah, a little easier. Point. It's a, le- a little easier to find. Right. Well, that's what the police do, right? I mean, they don't actually spend much uh, serious time going after real criminals because, well, they're hard to catch. But catching pot smokers and catching people running through the streets with a pumpkin on their head—that's no problem. Speeders, they like them too. Yeah, they, they pay run- money because catching a catching a murderer doesn't pay. Right. Tom, other thoughts? Thank you. Thank you for um, the call. Oh, wait. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I thought you were done. Um, are these guys just Rabble rousers, or do they, do they do it for a charity or something, or to you know, people with the I didn't, They didn't say anything about uh, ch- charities in this, but one of them is in fact a rocket scientist that they uh, <laughs> that they <laughs> that they interviewed here. So they probably found the most respectable of them. And I gotta say that it, it does sound like a, a a bit of a drunken stunt to me. However, I've I, you know I've done more than one drunken stunt, most of them with my pants on, but you know, whatever. That, I'm sure there are some rabble rousers amongst the 150 people that participated in it last year, but there even the police admit they haven't been getting even complaints about this. They've just decided to crack down. Thanks for the call tonight. appreciate hearing from you. you. 800-259-9231. Matt is on the line in Illinois on the amp line. Hello, Matt. Yeah, the police in Boulder must be bored. Apparently. Don't have any real crimes to go after. We can't have naked people with pumpkins on their head running around. It starts in Boulder and, you know, it's across the whole nation. It's everywhere. Everybody's doing it. I, Not only that, but I heard that naked running with pumpkins on your head leads to pot smoking, and, and that leads to heavier drugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, just a gateway drug. 
<laughs> you know, I, I, I want to defend the police in, in Boulder a little bit because the police chief is the one who's made this decision and most of the police are just going to do what they're supposed to do because they, you know, that that's sort of that's the way... Indefensible. That, that, you know, that's That's the way that's humans right, are. Because that defense worked in, in Nuremberg. It did it? not work in Nuremberg, no. <laughs> no, it didn't. Uh, I was wrong. Uh, listen, really, uh, I just wanted to, to reiterate a couple of points that, that actually Mark made, and, and that was that these police themselves should be arrested. I mean, really, we... we as, as, a, as a society, we should have some kind of punishment when they decide to act. And, this, and I think that's the biggest problem with the Constitution, is that there was no teeth in it. There, there is no way to punish people who go against it. Right. Right. Are they going to enforce on themselves? <laughs> I was talking to a, uh, a Constitution guy, one of these people that thinks the Constitution is the next document down from, from the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I used to be one. I know what it's like. And, and let me let me put it this way, I think that that we it took a long time for America to become a police state the way it is today, and that you can't just flip it back and and all of a sudden there's a free society. I don't think that's going to work. I think you have to take steps back toward it. And I think using the Constitution to legitimize to legitimize a position is a fine thing to do. Thanks, man, for the call. I appreciate you. Appreciate the call tonight, dude. You know, um, I, the, the this this whole idea that the Constitution has somehow protected us from a slide down uh, the the path to tyranny really is not very well founded. If you use the Heritage no. Foundation's uh, own numbers, and that's a conservative uh, organization, it, it is, is not a liber- liberty oriented nor- organization any more than any other conservative organization is. Um, and they they will tell you that the United States is is number one. It, it is it isn't number one, and that right now New Zealand is actually higher as far as economic liberties go so you're telling me that the constitution has managed to bring us to you know pretty much on par with canada and the and the uk slightly above sweden and uh france and below new zealand all of of these places i believe were socialists right and none of those places have the protections that the constitution in the united states does fail let's continue with your calls about what you want dave is in keen listening to wkbk dave you're on free talk live with ian and mark how you doing hey dave what's on your mind tonight uh, yeah, I just want to talk about how much of an insignificant little speck the free staters are. The okay. free staters, you know, you're referring you're, to. What point of information talking, we have to remember? You have to you have to explain what you're talking about for people I'd that. I'd be glad to. Yeah, go right ahead. But you were talking about how the uh, police couldn't get ten um, city councilmen to agree with them. Yeah, on you the Boulder, Colorado. Get, you guys couldn't get ten of your friends to write in your name. To be uh, mayor. Okay, what you're get referencing? Ten friends to write in your name. What, what you're referencing is a, a local election in uh, Keene, New Hampshire, where we do this show, and I was running as a nobody candidate. Uh, right. Was not uh, was not allowed on the ballot because they uh, did everything they possibly could to keep me off. And so they they followed the legitimate uh, um. Law, not laws, but the, the restrictions on whether or not, because you didn't want to put your name on the ballot. No, no, I wanted want... to put my name with a, with a uh, name in quotes and as uh, a middle name of nobody, which they allow names in quotes, which... but they claimed that that was a slogan, so they di- they disallowed it. And beyond so that, but I see where you're, I see where you're coming from, Dave. I see, I see where you're coming from, but I'd like to point out that Keene is an area in which it attracts people that are more outside of the system kind of activists. I think what you'll see happen eventually is more political action will be happening here. 
you couldn't get 10 people. That's how insignificant you are. You couldn't get 10 of your friends to put the pipe down and go write your name. Dave, I didn't ask anybody to go and vote for me. I posted one blog post about it the day beforehand. I hardly uh, even spread the word about it. And And beyond that, if you you listen for a moment, we can have a conversation, Dave. What I wanted to point out to you is there's a lot of political action going on across New Hampshire. There are hundreds of uh, free staters, people that have moved here to get active for liberty. Since you're so well-researched on this, Dave, do you know how many free free staters... If you're so organized, oh, we're not, I'm not organized, no, Dave. It's, it's it. not an organized and then, program, and then Dave. You do your little, and then you do your little pot smoking things at 420. You know, I couldn't care less if people smoke pot. I'm, it's not. A, it's against the law for me to drink Jack Daniels on the square too. Well, but you guys think you should have the right to smoke pot on the on center on the? Yeah, I think circle. if you want to, I think if you want to nip on some Jack Daniels, you should be able to do that too. To smoke pot. I'm sorry. Who has the? Who doesn't have the cojones? You guys aren't even smoking pot up there. Have you been there, from Dave? what the reports are... You're wrong. Oh, oh, Dave, from the reports. Oh, so, so you're Dave, wrong, Dave. So you're believing the police's reports, because the police are the ones that are claiming that pot's not being smoked, but I can tell you, I'm there. It doesn't sound like you've been there. There's marijuana being smoked. You're uh, welcome, though. I've done it. Thanks, Dave. More coming up. Hour two's on the way. Free talk live. How long can you hold your breath? <sighs> not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. Free Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of the program. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. It's the live Halloween edition of the show, and things are going as they uh, as they typically do here. Uh, we will take your calls about anything. There's certainly a theme to the program tonight, and that is stories relating to uh, to Halloween. We started the show uh, the show out with a story out of Boulder, Boulder, Colorado, that they're planning on cracking down on the Naked Pumpkin Run this year, something that's been going on for a decade. Perfect example of how just how much of a police state uh, we, we truly do live in here in this country. It's absolutely outrageous uh, that people will be arrested and charged with a sex offense for having an innocent little run down the street naked uh, while, you know, it's 11 o'clock at night. That's what time they do it. So that's where we started on things here. Of course, you can bring up anything still to come. Since we uh, you know, brought up sex offenders, let's talk about how sex offenders are treated on Halloween and just the whole concept of a sex offense in the in the first place. We can go all of those places and more, but it's up to you at 800-259-9231. Before we uh, continue on here, I want to welcome aboard our brand newest affiliate, WTAR AM850, uh, WTAR in Norfolk. Norfolk, Virginia. Excellent. Uh, so that's, a, by the way, a 50,000-watt flamethrower. That really is. Uh, that's as big as they get. Yeah, they power down to 25,000 at night, but uh, still, that's uh, huge. It's one of our biggest stations. So welcome aboard, uh, Norfolk. You're going to hear a show 
that you're probably not quite used to hearing on talk radio. No, there's nothing like uh, Free Talk Live on talk radio right now. But one thing, if you listen, and you have to listen for a little while to really get the message. I understand that you're shocked. I understand you're stuck to the ceiling. You're welcome to call well, they in. They just came in at the end of, the, I think, the last segment. Sure. So. And, and, but, you may well, not be too shocked yet. You're going to be shocked and stuck to the ceiling. It's, it's no doubt. However, we are consistent. We are consistent uh, time after time on issue after issue. You'll be and shocked by how much you agree with us sometimes. Something that you will not find from the Democrats or the Republican, red team, blue team, bullcrap that you hear on the radio. Right. So with that, uh, welcome aboard to everybody listening in Norfolk. And the toll-free number for you is 800-259-9231. So when we say you can bring up anything, uh, you're welcome to dial that number and give it a try and find out we're telling the truth about that. Let's go to your calls. We'll start things out with Nick in New Jersey. Nick, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hey, guys. Nick, hey guys. you're on the air. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, I'm a first-time caller, but I've been listening to you guys off and on for a few years, and I'm a fan. Um, I have covered a lot of stuff. I wasn't going to really get into some of these things, but the whole, um, you guys talked about the whole um, people being charged for sex crimes for walking around naked. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't really talk about that, but this is something that um, Bradley Balco, uh, the agitator, he's, um, he's a libertarian. He has a whole blog. He talks about the police state as far as, um, you know, drug raids, you know, paramilitary raids, you know, people who've been killed by that. It's a whole separate topic about uh, sex crimes and how, you know, you know, there's sex crimes. There's things like rape, which we can all agree that's not good. And then there's the things about, like, you know, 15-year-olds who have sex with uh, 14-year-olds end up going to jail. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, and so I don't want to get into all that, but if you go to the agitator, he has story upon story upon story about people's lives have been ruined. Uh, Absolutely. Okay, and I, I believe I, it's the agitator, isn't it theagitator.org? Um, it's, that's, uh, is it WWE? I don't know. I haven't said well, you, you don't need been, W's typically no, when, you're, it's, it's when you're surfing the web. A, it's all one thing. It's T-H-E and then agitator.org. Com, it is dot com. Um, I just I just verified theagitator.com. It's a great website. Uh, we've talked about some of the stories that have been there before, and he really does a great job of cataloging the just ongoing abuse of people yeah, I mean, by the by the police departments across this country. Yeah, and you know, even if you're someone, say you're someone who's not a libertarian or a voluntarist, and you just you don't agree with those type of things, he has all the unintended consequences, um, just things you wouldn't expect, like you know the fact that all these people have gone to prison and they come out. And there's all these zoning laws. You can't live within, you know, X hundred feet of a school or X hundred feet of a park. People, they live under bridges and live in parks. So the unintended consequences of these laws are that, you know, these people were supposedly so scared of these people who committed, you know, these sex acts. They now are living in parks and bridges. Right. They can't get jobs. So now you have homeless people. I mean, it's, if you're someone who supports these laws, is that really what you want? You want to live in a city where these people go to prison, they come out, and they're now homeless? Well, do you want they, that for your kid? And here's the question. Do you really, 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 are you that confident that your child isn't having sex with somebody who's under the age of whatever? And, and it, it, you're right. It happens. Happens. Sixteen-year-old boys, fourteen-year-old girls. It's not that. It's not that far of a difference for them. Um, and you know, they're having sex. The guy gets uh, you know put put in jail. It happens. I was in prison for nine years. I can tell you, it happens. Mm-hmm. And they're in there. And then yes, when they get out there, they're controlled by all kinds of sex offender laws that likely, in some cases, weren't passed until after they were convicted. Which, as far as I'm concerned, is an ex post facto issue. But whatever. Um, they you know. And then what is that? What you want for your kid? 
Yeah, so, I mean, people got to, I mean, people have their own views, but, you know, people are too ignorant. If they really knew these laws, what the consequences were, I don't think they'd be so supportive. They're ignorant and lazy. You're right about that, and I thank you for the call tonight, Nick. Appreciate hearing from you. A lot of people just blow off. They have no idea what is going on behind those bars, behind those uh, prison walls. They have no idea the abuse that those people uh, receive. Sure, maybe some of the people behind those walls did do terrible things. Maybe they yeah, did. Yeah, they, that, they did. That doesn't mean that they deserve uh, to be treated terribly for the rest of, of time. Well, I, I think that um, also there's, there's, a, there's a problem with the idea that you can take a bad person, put them in a bad place, surround them by bad people, treat them badly, and then get set them free, which they will be at some point, and expect them to be good. Yes, I think that there's something to be said for longer prison sentences for fewer crimes. You can you can prove that longer prison prison sentences reduce crime. No doubt. I, I agree with that. I'm of the opinion that there's better and more productive things that we can do with prisoners that will work better. Rather than just housing them and putting them together so they can right. hurt Forcing one another. Forcing me and... to pay to uh, to incarcerate all these people. But the biggest objection I have to the system of incarceration has to be the people that shouldn't be there in the first place. And those are the people that it's really tragic when people blow them off. When people look at the jail and they say, see, son, that's where all the bad people are. Well, it's not true. There are very there are a lot of good people that are sitting in prison cells all around all around this country. They're sitting in there in many cases because they got caught with a plant in their pocket, or as you were pointing out, Mark, uh, you know maybe they were 18 and had sex with somebody who was 17. Uh, that's so there are people like that uh, in these prison cells, and they don't belong there at all. They, there was no victim. Uh, of their crimes. And even those people that are in there with, that have had a, a victim uh, in their crime, perhaps they stole something, for instance, those people don't belong in there either. Those people deserve to be paying restitution. I mean, if they're presuming they are pre- presuming they are repentant of uh, of what they did and willing to make good, they should be out and, and working, and they should be cutting a check every week to their victims right. so they're so, paid back. So many times, so many times, somebody who steals stuff is caught given a fine of some sort, probation uh, or prison or jail or whatever they're given, and the person from whom they stole is not restituted in any way, shape, or form. No, it's worse. It, it, it they often, have to pay. Often, um, you know, yeah, they have to pay in order to incarcerate the person. The victim has to pay to incarcerate the, the person who victimized not, them. Not specifically, but over, you know, through societally, through, through, through taxes, taxes. they have to do that, yes. So it's, it, you know, you've got a really messed up system that benefits the state because they'll get the fines or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just just recently there was an issue where a, a neighbor's dog got out and killed, a, a, you know, near me and it, uh, killed a neighbor's chicken. Well, the state, you know, the, the government, the state, the stateies came in and wrote a ticket to the person whose dog who got out and killed the chicken. But there was no compensation given to the person who got the chicken killed. So the state, so the took, state got a, yeah, or two, took $100 or 200 And, uh, you know, that was it. Sick. Let's continue with your calls and go to Jerry in Texas. Jerry, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Amar. Good evening, hey, gentlemen. Jerry. I am enjoying it so much. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing something in the gentleman who called and attacked one of you when you wanted to run for a mayor or something like that as being very full of himself. I hope he's listening. And uh, the idea of attacking the messenger and not the message. I was fascinated by that. Yeah, he's, he's uh, it Dave's all about ad hominem attacks. 
Right. He doesn't actually have anything intelligent to say. Um, right. He tried. He, tr- he tried to say that what he was calling about for those that didn't uh, weren't tuned in at that time. Uh, there's this guy that lives here in Keene, New Hampshire, where we do this show, and he will call occasionally to snipe at us. And usually it's uh, something like you're stupid, uh, you guys are idiots, <laughs> and that kind of thing. Tonight he actually had something to say. He said that uh, you know you're insignificant, and he backed that up by saying, uh, pointing out that I got nine votes, uh, write-in votes in a local election, wherein I. I was not campaigning or not even asking anybody to really go out uh, and vote for me in any significant fashion. Uh, I didn't even know you were asking for write-in uh, votes. That's that's how yeah. insignificant you considered the campaign. Uh, that would have, uh, I let I would let him know that there are many of us who really do believe he's insignificant as well. <laughs> I want to point out uh, that it just just. So he understands. You know, Thank you, Jerry. Now. I appreciate that. More coming up here, 800-259-9231. He did talk about free staters as well, called free staters insignificant. We should explain what the free state project is there, one of our sponsors. Uh, we'll do that in moments. It's Free Talk Live. You can take control. If you're paying more than $14.95 per month for DSL, you are paying way too much. It's time to make the switch to DSL Extreme, the nation's number one internet service provider. DSL Extreme is fast, and at $14.95 per month, it's cheaper than dial-up. Plus, you get free spam protection, a free modem, and 24-hour-a-day free local tech support with no setup fees. Call 1-866-2-GET-NET. That's 1-866-2-GET-NET. Or go to DSLExtreme.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition, special Halloween edition of the show. We are here taking your phone calls. You may call in about anything, as always, here at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Uh, We're going to get right back to your calls here in a moment, but I do want to tell you about the Free State Project. They are a longtime sponsor of this program. And what if you found out the best liberty activists from around the world were all moving to the same place in order to achieve liberty in their lifetimes? Would you want to join them? Well, it's happening, and you can be a part of it. Join the Free State Project at freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org. And join up if you want to be an insignificant speck. As uh, one of our earlier callers suggested that uh, free staters, he's as probably, they're called, were. He, he, and, and, you know, as far as statistically goes, he's not uh, he's not mistaken. There are what, uh, according to the, the website of the Free State Project, and I know that it's a mistake, and they know it's a mistake, uh, but it's the, the numbers that they have counted of movers. Uh, there's about 750, 800 people that have moved for the Free State Project at this point. There'll be 20,000, but at this point there's 750 to 800 people. And Compared to 1.4 million. Com- I think it's 1.3, whatever, million yeah. people in New Hampshire. And that is an ex- insignificant amount in the state of New Hampshire. However, I would also like to point out that those people have, um, you know, the early, early movers of them. Uh, there are six, four to six, and the numbers seem to vary, because um, free staters don't like to tell other people that they're free staters. Surprise! And uh, the four, four to six of them are in the House of Representatives here. So well, it's not true that they don't like to. I mean, they'll it, most of them will answer honestly if they're asked. It's just they don't Some wear will. it on their sleeves, so wouldn't. to say. They don't. They don't put everyone I've ever talked to will answer honestly uh, when yeah, when they're asked. You don't know. That's the thing. Many many people move for the Free State Project and never tell anyone that they moved at all. And I wouldn't. The ones honestly, that I know. 
Right. Would not. The ones that choose to come out and, uh, you know, but, and some of them do wear it but, on their sleeves. Some put on clown suits and smoke pot in Central Square. That's fine. They're liberty-oriented people that are moving here to get active for freedom. And one of the critics that will call this show occasionally, and we heard from him in the last hour, and, you know, if he'd actually pause instead of blabbering off uh, just incessantly, we'd actually be able to have a conversation with him. But he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to, so... Uh, we, you know, we ended that call and we moved on. But essentially, his uh, his accusation. They came to a break. Yeah, that's right. We didn't end the call. I mean, our breaks are hard break. We yes. don't have any choice. Um, so what I what I wanted to point out though was that he was claiming we're insignificant, and his one point was that well, Ian, you ran for uh, mayor and uh, you were running a writing can- uh, campaign. You only got ten. You didn't even get ten votes. And it's true, I did get nine votes, but I wasn't really running much of a campaign. I'd mentioned it once when I was interviewed on the radio, and then a second time in a blog post at freekeen.com the day before the election. So those were the only two times. Plus, there are really only about a couple dozen people that have moved to Keene at this point for the Free State Project. We're talking about the very, very early, early movers here. Uh, maybe a couple dozen people in the area. I don't even know if a couple dozen live in Keene proper. What do you think, Mark? I mean, a couple dozen people, max? Sounds right. Yeah. A couple dozen. And but, of but those a lot of, couple dozen... But the, the people that move to Keene tend to be outside the system activists, right. so therefore they're less likely to vote. Some of them believe that voting is a perpetuation of the system and is violent in and of itself. You were talking I think with it's Dale, absolute, n- absolute nuttery. You but were talking with Dale from AnarchyInYourHead.com about that on our Thursday episode. He was telling you that he doesn't vote. So there are people who move here that, are, that don't even have a proclivity toward voting. They wouldn't vote for me or anybody. But I'd like to point out that, uh, that eventually more politics is going to go on here in Keene. And inevitable. more people are going to move here that are going to get politically active. Even some of the people that are here now are talking about getting more, uh, well, more active so, inside it, the system. It, it, it activates the local people that believe the same as, as, as we do. Right. And there are, they are legion. Many, many yes. people believe that the government is too big, too intrusive, um, taxes people too heavily. Most of them aren't like this Dave guy that called in who, by the way, moved here from uh, Berkeley, California. Yeah. So, I mean, so I'd know. like to point that out. <laughs> he's, he's a big state project. He's member. as much of a flatlander as we are. And that's the term that they use for people that don't that aren't from around here up here in. Uh, you have in to New be three Hampshire. generations, I think, to be a, to actually, be a flat you know, to, to, to be, be a, a real New Hampshire, New Englander. Yeah. a granite stater, if you will. <laughs> um, but but we are here, and uh, liberty activists and liberty advocates are not going away anytime soon. The ranks are growing; they're only getting more active. And as you mentioned, it's it's activating locals, it's activating New Hampshire natives who love freedom, and they were feeling kind of bummed out because a bunch of Massachusetts or massholes, as they are called, had been moving up here for years and bringing their statist ways with them. So a lot of people are very very pleased that we're here. In fact, one of them is. Running for political. We were welcomed by the governor. I mean, let's be clear. Well, at the time, yes. One of them uh, is running for city council here in this very city, and he's actually on the ballot. So you can better believe he's going to get a whole lot more votes than uh, than nine. I was going around canvassing um, the local area with yeah. the flyers, and I talked to a lady who said, yeah, I, I'm going to vote for him. So it could very well happen. And locals, all locals. And there's a lot of civil disobedience that's happening here in Keene that's not happening all across the, the rest of the state. Uh, so there's a lot of political action help happening elsewhere, a lot of civil disobedience outside the system, non-cooperation stuff happening here that I've never seen happen anywhere in this liberty movement. I mean, that from across the country and around the world, there's a real concentration of people that are willing to put their freedom on the line and take a, take a significant risk. We've got a guy who's in jail for, for 180 days. He's in jail for 180 days because he asked the judge in, uh, the, in a court trial to tell him please when he was demanding he sit down. I don't think it was unreasonable of him, but the judge did, and he slapped him with 180 days in jail. 
So just to give you an example of, you know, the kind of people that are some of the kind of people that are willing to come up here, at least to this particular area. So to call them insignificant, I think we'll prove him wrong in, uh, in, good, in due time. Eight, I think he's already been proven wrong personally, but let's continue with your phone calls and you can talk about whatever you want. Dave is in Keene listening to KBK. And then it's a different Dave. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hi. Hey, Dave. Well, I, just, I hadn't called to address what you all were talking about, but, but, um, as far as like running and stuff and and doing something outside of the the two parties and just like falling in line and just anything outside of that and just different to shake things up is good for me because I don't know just like I don't know I agree with you more choices are a good idea absolutely absolutely and why and why should we just say oh I have to pick this one or that one you know I mean who says that not like written in stone, Some do. you know. <laughs> so, Dave, what else was on your mind tonight? Oh, um, I was ca- I was mostly calling when in the beginning was because um, regarding one of our representatives, one of our New Hampshire representatives, unfortunately, um, he um, Judd Gregg, he made this vote on this bill, or I think it was a bill, and um, had to do with rape, and he, he voted like that it couldn't happen, that the uh, guy couldn't get prosecuted. Did you guys hear something about that? I'm not sure that? what you're referring to. It had to do with rape? Yeah, there was this bill. Um, this woman got raped. I think it had to do with um, some corporation, and she she couldn't prosecute the people because it was in a corporate... The bill was um, put forth by... Um, the was it overseas? Uh, was it in Afghanistan? It may have been. Okay. I forget. But it was put forth by um well, uh, rapes, by Al Franken. Rape's already illegal, so I'm not sure exactly what no. else you know you would need to do about that beyond bringing charges and prosecuting this person. There I, was that one case in Afghanistan, I believe, where people where, where a woman got raped, and because she was working for for the KBR or the KBR, and it was in a different country and everything, that it got very muddled. I'm guessing that's what this might have been about, but yeah. obviously I'm speculating. Dave, thank you for the call tonight. Thanks. I appreciate hearing from you. The thing you can you thing you can guarantee. And it doesn't matter where you live. The people that call themselves representatives are in no way such. They are not representing you. They're not rep. It doesn't matter even if they're in your little political party. They still aren't representing you. How could, How could they? they? How could they represent the opinions of more than themselves or perhaps one other person? I could see how somebody could represent one other person fairly accurately. But you start bringing in three to three thousand to three million people to three hundred million people. I mean, you can't represent more than one person. It's Free Talk Live. Bring up anything. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Libby's 100% Pure Pumpkin. Learn how to give everyday recipes a nutritional boost with the power of pumpkin at VeryBestBaking.com. When choosing fruits and vegetables, orange or yellow are your best bets. Vegetables like butternut squash, pumpkin, or yellow peppers are rich in nutrients that are linked with lower risks of certain cancers and heart disease. On the fruit side, cantaloupe, bananas, and oranges offer the same benefits, plus one more. Kids love them. For more tips like these, visit us at Parenthood.com slash YourFamilyToday. This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Just dial in toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. Those uh, numbers are brought to you by SACL CAI. Perhaps you may own own or know somebody who does that a company that is struggling to collect money that is owed from past due accounts. 
Delinquent accounts are problematic, and not only from the standpoint of diminished revenues, but businesses find themselves sidetracked by the arduous tasks of trying to collect from these uh, delinquent accounts. Consequently, valuable time and resources is pulled away from principal operations. SACL CAI liberates businesses from the inefficiencies and vexing tasks of collections. SACL CAI, you can see their banner at freetalklive.com. All right, 800-259-9231 to your phone calls to the fun. Let's go to James listening to WFLA in Florida. James, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, hi, guys. Can you hear me? Just super, James. Uh, what's, oh. on your, what's on your mind tonight? Or Yes, we can, rather. Well, thank you for taking the call. Um, I just wanted to ask you some, well, something I'm confused about because I've been listening to when you guys were talking about how the pumpkin, you know, what was going on over there in that state. And they were going to arrest those people for being naked, whatever, you That's know. That's right, in Boulder, and, Colorado. In Boulder, Colorado, and how this is becoming a nation, or it's already a nation of laws. And regarding that, I wanted to ask you because I'm kind, I'm confused because how come the states they can lock up uh, somebody that's under 18 for you know and charge him as an adult and lock them up for a long time, but at the same time they want to have it both ways because they don't want to give these young people, I guess, the right to vote and. <laughs> you know, and, and if you're if you're if you're older than than they are, and you get caught in a, in a relation with them, you can, you yep. can be charged as a pedophile or whatever. You know, right? So I'm uh, confused. It's a, it's the, star, the charge is usually statutory rape, which again I think is an insult to people that were actually raped, because statutory mm-hmm. rape only applies when it's consensual uh, between the parties. Your question right. is about the disparity, and it's a good one. Uh, sure, uh, you would think that if they're arresting people, and, and also they're taxing them, people that are 16 and 17 and 14 and 15, you know, they're old yeah, with enough people to younger than dead, right? Right, they're paying taxes, uh, <laughs> but they aren't able to vote, and the answer is, really, uh, they just do whatever they want. I mean, yeah. there, there's no principle, there's no uh, rules that they're following. They, they claim they're following rules, but they, they just make it up as they go along, and it doesn't matter whether they've written those words down on paper or right. not. I, I can't say that I consider somebody who's uh, 16 or 17 to, to, to be uh, have the best ability to make political decisions. However, if they're able to make a decision that will get them a felony, i.e. having sex with somebody who's younger than whatever age it is that they, they decide, well, then I guess they're as qualified as any other moron out there casting a vote. And there are a yeah, lot of people right. out there that cast votes that aren't very... Right. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's fine. Well, the, the reason why I bring that up is because um, I know that, um, there's an old saying, um, it was a line from George Carlin that if you're old enough to go to jail, you should be old enough to vote. You guys ever heard it? It makes sense. I yeah. don't know if I've heard that one in particular. But... Of course, George Carlin well, didn't vote. <laughs> he didn't? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's right. That's what I was thinking about it, you know. Thanks, well, thank Justin. you for taking my call. Up You're today. welcome, and I thank you for the call tonight, and happy Halloween, 800-259-9231. We are here taking your calls live about anything, as we are every Saturday night. doesn't matter that it's a holiday. We want to have fun on the radio, and that's why we're here. So we want to talk to you about anything. Let's talk to another listener of WFLA. This one is Justin in Florida. Justin, you're on Free Talk Live. Justin? Yes. You're on the air, sir. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, I want to express my disgust with whoever made some of these sex offender laws that affect me. I'm 28 years old now. I've been a sex offender for 10 years. What happened? I had a girlfriend when I was in high school when I was 18 and she was 16. Oh, wow. And here they don't call it a... Statutory rape in Florida, they call it lewd and lascivious. Really? I thought the yeah. age of consent was 16 in Florida. Was I mistaken about that? Apparently not. Interesting. I could have sworn that it was like 16 up to age 24, but maybe maybe what they did was instead of charging you with statutory rape, they charged you with lewd and lascivious because they could, because I think you can only get statutory rape if she was, say, 15. 
I don't know what they did, but they got me. What did they, uh, screwed me, they screwed me up good. What uh, What did they? Did you go to jail? What What happened? I I went to jail for probably nine months, and mm. then I did two years house arrest and four years probation. Wow. And dur- during that time on probation, I had to go to the sex offender class where I had to sit in these sit in this room with these with pedophiles. There, were, I mean, there was a couple other people my age with the same deal, mm-hmm. but mostly older people talking about, you know masturbating the Kmart magazines and you wow. know stuff like that and I'm sitting there listening to this and I'm thinking this is supposed to help me <laughs> with a problem I don't even have right it wasn't a problem she consented wow. right yeah now how did that how did the cops find out uh, that's kind of a long story but short we were we were hanging out in an abandoned apartment complex and you, when and you my, say hanging out you mean having sex with her well yeah partying with with her and her friends and my brothers and me and my brothers ran. They set the place on fire, and we I wasn't innocent, you know. I wasn't a little angel, but anyways, sure. anyways, they said they read through her diary or something, and then they told <sighs> It's a long story. So normally, in many cases, it's the parents that'll, uh, that'll snitch on you, but in this yeah, case, you just got like caught. That. They came, the police came to my house and asked me if I had sex with her. I said, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't. Of course, this at the time, I'm 18, and maybe I was stupider Yeah, than you I, didn't know any better. And I didn't know. Let, let, anyways, just, let me point a... out something here. Not You know this by now, but just for everybody listening, if the police come to your house, you don't even have to answer the door for them. Right. Don't, don't even talk to them, because when they're, when they're talking to you, they are trying to get information to arrest you with. That is the purpose, or they're trying to arrest somebody, and it may very well be you. So there's no point in talking to them to find out whether or not they're interested in arresting you. Because if they have a warrant for your arrest, you can better believe they're not just going to uh, be nicey-nice and, and have a chit-chat. They'll just kick the door in and come and get you. So if they're just knocking on your front door and they want to talk to you, you don't even have to answer it. You don't even have to talk to them through the door. I would highly suggest ignoring them because the more information you give them, the more likely they are to, as they will say in some cases, as they will admit, to use it against you. I'm sorry to hear about your situation. And now you are uh, you're slapped with the sex offender status for the rest of your life? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, what does that mean for you on Halloween in, in, uh, in Florida where you're at? Well... They put a flyer on my door a couple of days ago saying if you're on probation, you can't put out decorations and do this and that. And I'm actually protesting it tonight. Really? And I'm not on probation, so it really doesn't apply to me. But Well, in many cases, uh, they will actually go after so-called sex offenders. Now, in some, in some places, it's just the ones that have you know, actually molested children that they do this to. Yeah. Uh, but in some cases, they, they, it seems like they just round up any old sex offender. And in some, in some places, they'll actually make it so you have to put up a sign that says there's no candy at this house. Uh, yeah, I didn't do that, and I'm never going to fall. I already got back from taking my three-year-old daughter out trick-or-treating. So, you know. Good for you. I'm sorry to hear about your story. Is there anything else you wanted to share? Um, if you if you got any idea of how to get that off my record, I have no clue. It's it's no like clue, huh? you as a sex as a so-called sex in the state offender? of Florida. I can tell you how you can do um, how you have to do it. You've got to go to Charlie Crist and beg him, and it's not going to hmm. work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I I look, man. I have a, a a felony from Florida. I went there after ten years and having a very successful life after getting out of prison. Wife, kid, and uh, he had the option All of doing stuff. anything from restoring my right to vote to restoring my right to bear arms in order to be able to protect my family. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a nationally syndicated talk show host. There are people out there that disagree with me enough, perhaps, to kill me or hurt my family, um, or or the ability to uh, cross into Canada. He could have done any number of things. He decided I was apparently too dangerous to vote in the state of Florida. Yeah. 
Yeah. I believe it. That's the yeah. government for you. Well, you know, he has nothing to gain, and politicians will do nothing that they have any kind of risk involved in if they don't have anything to gain. He's a politician, and, you know, a, a spineless one at that. It's so sad because there are so many people that are in your position. In fact, there are even people that have been labeled as sex offenders for peeing in public because, yeah. you know, they were drinking too much at a, you know, some sort of public event. They went behind a tree and it took a leak and some cops spotted them and, and they were arrested and, tra- and again, uh, labeled as a sex offender for the rest of their lives. And when you try to talk about these issues, inevitably you're going to have a lot of people just tuning you out and just writing you off because, well, you're a sex offender, so I don't have to listen to you. What you say is not important. You're just a criminal. But they don't mind taking your taxes. I guess that's the last thing I'll I'll say. I'll wrap it up here. Just for the general public, don't be so ignorant. You know, if somebody's a sex offender and there's flyers out, you know, check into it a little bit. You don't have to be afraid of everybody. There's some people that are animals, but there's a lot of people that aren't. Absolutely. Some people just made a mistake, and in your case, it wasn't even a mistake. It was consensual sex. Thank you for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. Something that happens all over the country all the time. And boy, if the police were able to catch everybody that has sex under the age of 18, or somebody who is 18 or whatever and has sex with someone under the age of, uh, of 18 in many cases, or 16, depending on the jurisdiction, you'd have a, a lot of full jail cells with a lot of guys who otherwise didn't actually harm anybody. 800-259-9231. Bring up anything. It's Free Talk Live. Listen up for something free from Ruger. From now until the end of the year, buy any new Ruger bolt-action rifle and receive a free Ruger-branded Carhartt jacket, both made in America. For more information, go to Ruger.com slash Carhartt. That's Ruger.com slash C-A-R-H-A-R-T-T. Ruger rifles are known for their rugged reliability, handsome style, unique design features, and represent the best value in rifles. Go to Ruger.com and check out a Ruger rifle today. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. It's Saturday night. We're here doing the live Halloween edition of the show. And tonight it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. I want to tell you about the Totasack, T-O-T-A-S-A-K.com. You can go there and learn more about it, but I love it. I use it every time I go to the grocery store to bring back in every single bag in one trip. I mean, it's amazing. It uh, really has been designed to uh, to simplify all kinds of carrying tasks, made of 100% recycled materials right here in the United States. And uh, Julia and I really love the Totasack here. Mark, you've been using it at your house too, haven't you? I have. It's. Uh, I, I think it's great. You can go to totasack.com and get yourself a family pack there today. But we do have to do a Totasack giveaway tonight. So coming up, we'll uh, give you the opportunity to win a two-pack of the Totasack. You can try them out for yourself. But once you try it, you're going to want to order a, fam- a family pack. I, th- I think there's, was it four or six in the, in the family pack? Four? Six. Six. Uh, you're going to want to get a family pack. Great thing for gifts, I think, this uh, this holiday season. Mark, you're, you're patting your head. I'm keeping my hair down. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, All right. So totasack.com on the way. We'll do a giveaway. More coming up uh, here. Your calls is what we're going to. And ladies first, Tara is listening to WFLA in Florida in Tallahassee. Hey, Tara. Hi. How are you? Super. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, Actually, um, a lot of things, but I didn't have anything in particular to um, call in about. I just wanted to say that it was very refreshing. I was on my way home, had a little 20-minute drive to get home, and I tuned in. Um, had never heard your show, show before, but it was just real refreshing to hear you guys be alive, you know, and not dull to sleep by what's going on around. Even though 
you know, it can be very disheartening. I think sometimes pain is important because it lets us know we're alive. And, you know, all of the issues that people have been calling in tonight and that you guys have addressed, and just, just with the criminal system and the tax system and even the food system is one of my pet peeves, just how we're, you know, we're just killing each other for profit. You know, we tell, you know, the government and everyone else tells us lies about what to eat. Isn't it interesting, just on that point, Tara, isn't it interesting that the food pyramid has reversed? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It is. It it, is very interesting. And and, and, and one thing that always took out of my mind, you have to pay attention to these red that come our way. You know, why did the beef industry sue Oprah Winfrey just because she told people to stop eating so much beef? If it was really, you know, not that big of a deal, they wouldn't have sued her. They were really afraid that people would stop consuming so much beef. Well, you know, I've, I've got a, might live I, a little longer. Tara, I have to, I have to admit, I've got uh, beef and broccoli uh, cooking in the microwave right now here. But, <laughs> uh, but you know, point of information, I can uh, I can no, eat what I want. No, but you know no. what? It's, it's not even about you eating beef. It's just think about when we were farmers, when we were pretty much a farm nation. Meat was meat was a delicacy. You know, we 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 consumed majority vegetables and beans mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, we didn't we didn't eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner like we do now because we didn't have that luxury. If we did, we put it in things. So you would have uh, chicken soup or something like that. You might you might fry a chicken for when the, the you know when the preacher came over or something like that. Right. But it would be that's very you know that would be a, a big deal. But you're right now, though. If about you your... don't have a twelve piece on the table, man. You're feeling poor and you know just oh God for forbid a dinner without it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, your your point about the uh, them suing Oprah Winfrey is just another example of how litigious the society is, and that we have a you know we have a system uh, that essentially encourages people to solve their problems and their disputes by uh, you know to solve their issues with uh, one another through uh, the the violent judicial system. Whereas yeah, and it, it is violent. Yeah, it is. Uh, thank you so much, Tara, for the call tonight, and, and tune in any old time. We're on Saturday nights oh, there in Tallahassee every Saturday night there. So we'd love to to hear from you again, and uh, thanks for your thoughts. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. We actually got an email from somebody in Tallahassee uh, this week, somebody who had joined the Free Talk Live Amplifier program, which we'll tell you a little bit more about here uh, later. But she had also just kind of stumbled across the show and was very, very refreshed by uh, by what she heard and so excited that she, she joined the Free Talk Live AMP program. Uh, she wanted to talk to us about the issue of midwives. Yeah, midwives and, and uh, unassisted births and, and things like that. And I think that that is something that doesn't really get much play on the radio. People, you know, people want to talk about politics and things like that. Free Talk Live touches on all kinds of issues, whatever issues it is that um, that are important to you. We you can't know, when, do much more than touch on it right now because she didn't actually call in to talk about it. Yeah. But it is something we've talked about in the past. Mark, you had a, a birth through midwife, didn't you? Yeah, that's, uh, that's right. We did it at a birth center. I didn't like the idea that the hospital had all these rules about how it was that they were going to take care of the baby and um you know they, essentially you're there uh, you're an afterthought at the hospital well and she had said that she's moving somewhere where it's apparently completely illegal to have a non-nurse midwife deliver your uh, baby with you well different states have different rules on uh, what it takes to be licensed as a midwife and um you know they don't want people it's a protection racket again it, it's I mean, true but some people want to have unassisted births i think it's crazy i i, I found the I found the I, you know the the birthing process to be the most traumatic experience of my life. My wife didn't seem to think it was so bad. However, I did, and <laughs> you know I can't imagine not having a professional there 
but that just because that's my life doesn't mean that it's the right for everyone, and I'm not so silly as to believe that one size fits all and that's okay for everybody. Let's if go. they don't like it my way, then screw them. That's not that's, right. That's the system, and that's what the system that we're uh, we're working in here uh, encourages people to do is to to force your way upon everybody else, whether they like it or not. Uh, let's continue with your phone calls. Jay, also in Tallahassee, listening to WFLA FM. Jay, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey guys. Hey there. What's on your mind tonight, Jay? Yeah, I had a question about uh, these uh, so-called legal porn sites. Well, they're not porn sites, but uh, legal sites on the internet that. Uh, Offer pictures of naked children. Oh, really? I've never heard of them. Yeah, they're under the guise of the First Amendment. Uh, a lot of them are uh, naturalist websites that mm-hmm. uh, yeah, offer nudist. pictures yeah, of naked children. Okay. Um, I did an investigation and uh, <laughs> found it. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a tough three... position to take. <laughs> it, it is. I, I found three sites, and, of course, my pastor told me to quit investigating, so I did. But uh, I couldn't drop it in my mind as to why they're even on the Internet under the guise of the First Amendment. Well, the, the Internet is a uh, relatively free pro, uh, free place, and uh, people want to take pictures of their kids naked and put them online. Here's, I mean, the, here's the question one would need to ask. Is, do you think it's okay for people to be nudists? Uh, yeah, if, but... Uh, not to take pictures of their children. Wait, wait, wait a second. Uh, you you got to you got to take steps on this. Do you think it's okay for people to be nudists and take their children to nudist camps? Well, actually, I don't know. Okay. Well, some people live on nudist camps, if you will. They don't just go there uh, every so often. That's where they actually dwell. So they would actually be there with their children at all times. Correct. Uh, but you know, when you offer these these pictures for all the sex offenders that are out there that to pursue this, you know, that kind of defeats the purpose. Now, I've, we've talked to uh, sex pedophiles. Actual, uh, we had uh, a lengthy uh, interview yeah, with a pedophile. With a pedophile on the show before, and he said that it doesn't really matter what you put out there because they'll just go find the Sears catalog with the boys' underwear section. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter to them. Should I, that also be illegal then, having uh, you know a, a catalog with girls in, in bras and panties and boys in underwear? Should that also be uh, prohibited? Well, in, in my opinion, yeah, but really. <laughs> Well, I I see what you're saying, and I I am somewhat disturbed by the idea of naked uh, pictures of naked kids on the internet where pedophiles can go look at them. I agree with you on that. However, what I find more disturbing is that you're willing to say that people that are nudist shouldn't be able to take their kids to nudist camps because there's people in the world that are different than you and I, and we have to leave room for those people because if we don't, you get these kind of uh, situations where they took those 400 kids from those uh, People in Texas that were, you know, the, the FLDS, the, the FLDS, the Fundamentalist Jesus Christ Latter Day Saints people. Oh, that is true. Um, I'm, I'm in total agreement that uh, these nudists probably don't have these type of problems in their camps or in their colonies or whatever they are. But uh, you know, when they they put them on the internet, it, it seems like there should be some sort of restriction in that area. But then, what you're talking about, sir, is you're talking, and I understand that what your intentions are. But when you say restriction, what you're saying is that if I were to put a picture of, uh, you know, Mark, you actually have a picture of your son, Jack. He's, what, about a year old when he took this? It's in, 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 the, in the bathtub. You were very cautious to not capture, you know, his little year-old penis in the, in the, in the photo because yeah, you're, you're I know afraid. That pe- I know of- that people uh, have had their children taken away, and there's a, a news story just this 
week out of Utah where a woman dressed her little girl up as Ariel the Princess Mermaid gal. Five-year-old daughter. Five-year-old daughter and took some pictures and they decided that they were, that the police decided uh, there in, in that uh, Utah town, it was outside of Salt Lake City, that that was child porn and they took their daughter away. Is that and this is where this attitude goes. How many oh, people's kids do you want taken away in order to satisfy your sort of, uh, you know, puritanical concerns? Oh, believe me, I'm dead set against stuff like that. And, uh, well, I'm going to bring you but back. But the, the cops, the people that you put, uh, that, that are put in uh, charge of checking on these things, generally, you know, they, they, they cut with a chainsaw, not a scalpel. Jay, if you'll hang on, I'll, I'll bring you back. We can continue the discussion here after the news uh, break. More coming up here in moments. Hour 3 is on the way. You can bring up anything at 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. This is Ian. Have you heard of the Millionaire Patriot? You should. He has a free handgun and five days of firearms training waiting for you. That's right. You can attend five days of world-class gun training at Front Sight Firearms Training Institute and secure a 30-state concealed weapon permit, all for pennies on the dollar. Plus, if you act fast, the Millionaire Patriot will give you a free Springfield Armory XD pistol in the caliber of your choice. Now is the time. You and your family need to be armed and trained to levels that exceed law enforcement and military standards. Front Sight provides such training without any boot camp mentality or drill instructor attitudes. And the Millionaire Patriot is paying his own money to help you get it. This is real. Thousands have already taken advantage of it, and you should too. Don't miss out. Secure a Front Sight defensive handgun course plus 30-state concealed weapon permit for pennies on the dollar and get your free handgun. Go to FrontSight.com today. That's F-R-O-N-T-S-I-G-H-T dot com. Go to FrontSight.com for your training and free gun. Again, that's FrontSite.com. This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to bring up whatever's on your mind. Just dial in toll-free. We're here live doing the Saturday edition of the show, and it's not just the regular Saturday edition. It's the Halloween edition, <laughs> which means that we, well, we'll talk about Halloween-related stories if we get a chance, and that's what we started the show out with here. But you can dial in and bring up anything. 800-259-9231. Silicone, we got to do a tote-a-sack giveaway. We'll tell you more about that when we do it. Uh, but stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for the special giveaway phone number. It's different. From this one, which is our call-in line, 800-259-9231. Let's go right back to the calls here. Jay is, I think, still with us, listening in Tallahassee to WFLA-FM. Now, Jay, you had called in last hour with concerns about some uh, websites. You say you did a little bit of research uh, on the Internet, and you found some websites that were essentially uh, nudist-oriented sites where nudists have taken photos of their uh, nude children because, well, they're a family of nudists, and they've, right. po- they've posted those photos online. Now, I imagine that the, these photos range, uh, the, the types of websites that host these range from just publicly open sites to sites that might uh, might be only available if you pay for a password, a username and password. Is, is that what you found? Uh, that's true. Uh, most of them are just free websites. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, uh, like saying with your guests there, uh, <clears throat> I don't want the government uh, any more than anybody telling us what we can and what we cannot do. But you had also yeah. said restrictions. You said you want restrictions to, you know, sounded like you wanted to prevent people from putting pictures, well, naked pictures of their kids online. I don't like to fuel the fire, but he did have a good point. You, I guess a, a, yep. a pedophile could pick up a magazine and do the same thing with that. Right. I just 
figure out why dis- fuel the fire. I'm dis- I'm as disturbed as you are by the uh, by the idea. I am. I was you know raised in the same kind of sort of Christian household that it sounds like you you're um you're, you're in right now. And so don't go to the website. About right. That's that's kind of <laughs> how I feel on it. Is you know I, I guess the nudists need to be able to do what they want and uh, you know as as much as it bothers me, I don't think it. I don't think being naked is a sin, and no. I'm sure you don't either. But you know, I I don't know. I'd, be, pan- I'd feel weird. This is a Pandora's box, uh, and, the, that, and, I, and I'm it. I'm glad you've had the chance to really kind of ruminate on it and think about it. And and thank you so much for taking the time to call in and discuss this with us tonight here. I appreciate it, Jay. Uh, but it's a Pandora's box, and it is already open uh, because, like you said, Mark, there's a story just this week where a woman was, uh, I guess, a couple parents had their kids taken from. I, their- I misstated it. Actually, the child has not been taken. The um, the, it was just that a search warrant was issued, and her house was uh, they raided. They Raided. Right. Yeah, they were raided and their uh, computer was confiscated. They're certainly in danger of having their kid taken. Oh, and this isn't the first one of these cases. No, no. There are there are people right now that don't have their children simply because they took pictures at bath time. Right. And uh, so I've got to say that if you're going to take pictures at bath time and you want to to preserve these 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 fun and exciting times, because I got to say that va- bath time's fun for me. I get to do it one time uh, a week mm-hmm. because I work six nights a week here from seven to ten. Yeah. So one time a week I get to get stay at home and give Jack a bath and and to me that's an important time and uh, but if you're going to do that either you know d- put the little gouache cloth over the spot well <laughs> or develop the pictures yourself right or, get a digital camera in this case the woman right. did have a film camera and so sure, that's but what you could, led my wife took uh, digital sent digital pictures to walmart and to they be developed, developed right and they, they put them on film so that they can be given to the oldsters whatever who don't you have, do don't put them in, in front of the eyes of anybody else because because it's really scary these uh photo developers are under orders in many cases to if in doubt turn it over to the police yep and then the police will go ahead and file charges because well that's what they do they don't care that they're destroying your family they don't give a damn about that they'll go ahead and ruin your life because you have some pictures of your two-year-old in the in the shower in the bathtub it's crazy and this is the pandora's box that has been opened by this idea that uh that you know that it's okay to punish people who might have a different value set than you do as far as nudity of of everybody does that's the thing is everybody has a different value set when it comes to things like this i have pictures when i was a kid of uh me and my cousins together in the bath it was two boys and a girl, and and that could very well get us get my parents thrown in prison for sex crimes these days. And if you, if you don't believe me, go ahead and check out the stories. It's out of West Jordan, Utah, from ABC Four. That's only the more recent one. There's plenty the of them. That, yeah, there's that a bunch of them, about. but uh, you know this is and the most recent. And it's not just and it's a, and I, when I say it's a Pandora's box, it doesn't just end there because once you start trying to restrict what people can and can't do with themselves and their cameras and you know posting it online. Then you get to the point where they're starting now to charge people with sex crimes for having drawings of children, for having drawings of even cartoon characters. There was there was a uh, I don't know if it was in Australia or I know actually actually I think it was here in the states. Anyway, it's happening where people are being arrested for having hentai, where which is essentially a Japanese kind of uh, form of pornography that's it's animated yeah, porn cartoons. basically. Uh, they there have been people that have been arrested for importing hentai into this country. There have been or hentai. There have been people that have been uh, charged with sex crimes because they had a picture of the characters from The Simpsons, Bart, Lisa, and Maggie engaging in some sort of sex play. Group sex you know, thing. it's it's obviously a, a bizarro cartoon child fantasy thing, but. 
people should be free to have those thoughts, and, and they should if, be free to draw them if they want to. I don't want to put pay money to put somebody in a jail cell. There's no victim in that case. If That's where we are, though, today. If we threw every person in the United States who ever looked at any pornographic material in jail, we would have 90, 80, 90 percent of the nation in jail, okay? So get, hop off the old puritanical hobby horse and come down here to reality. And I'm not talking about the caller who just called in. No, no, I'm not being mean to him. Um, he he seems pretty reasonable. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's right-headed about this. But, you know, hop, hop off that hobby horse and look at real, the real world where people decide to use illicit substances, whether they're alcohol or marijuana, and they decide to look at dirty pictures. No victim, no crime. Let's talk to Larry listening to WSJM-FM in Benton Harbor, Michigan. Hello, Larry. Larry, go in once. Larry in Benton Harbor, are you there, sir? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, you're on the air. What's on your mind tonight? Okay, I called you a few months ago about uh, one of you guys, I don't know what it was, went to jail for something. And there were, you were there for a couple of days and thought it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I, you know I, I hear you guys talking about this this person that went to jail and and whatever. You know, 90% of the people that go to jail are bad people. Mm, Where do you get those statistics well, from? Well, have you been to I jail? Think it's pretty well understood that, you know, that. Well, that, that's, people, that's what some people would people like you to believe. To, wait, 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 wait. Bad people go to jail, and, you know, you govern on the fringe, and a few people who are, you determine who are, shouldn't be there, you know, you, you, you defend them. How many people do you think that people should go to jail for smoking marijuana? You know, it it, it, it isn't a uh, it, it. What what good does it do? What good does it do? What, what, do? what good does it do to smoke marijuana? What good does it do to drink beer? Yeah. Yes. No, you're not talking about the same thing. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm talking about imbibing a, a substance right. no, that alters right. your mind. No, no, he's no, right. It's not the same but, thing. Mar- Alcohol can mar- significantly in, impair you. Marijuana has been determined to be a drug. Beer is not. Beer is legal. <laughs> what are you talking about? I just no, heard on the I'm radio talking, tonight about, hey, some hey, expert hey, listen, t- calling alcohol you, a drug. Have you, listen, have you heard about this guy in Cleveland that Which, got that they found what six dead bodies? Yeah. And this guy? Yeah. You know, a, a convicted rapist. Yes. You know, well, he did 15 years. Now, should he have been allowed to be out? Well, if you he just served, completely switched gears from a conversation. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that he was a bad, bad guy. People. He was a bad guy, and he was put in jail. So is everybody now, who breaks whatever, a law a bad reason, person? For whatever reason, he gets out of jail and, and does what? And six people are missing. They find six dead bodies in his house. Okay, now you're no. talking about a real violent crime, and no, people like that should be punished. Let's go back to the out, conversation about... Right. I would like to tell you this. I think that there should be fewer crimes... He's just going to talk. Right. Just talk for a okay. Let's pot so him down. Let me know when you're done. Pot, no, no, we're, we're going to pot him down okay. for a moment here. We'll, I think there should be fewer crimes, and they should be enforced uh, across the board regularly and more thoroughly. That's the first step. Second step. Restitution, please. There, there needs to, the victims need to be restituted for how they were harmed, and uh, you know a third step would probably be uh, you know a better system for rehabilitating these criminals. Let's. I'm going to put Larry on hold for a little bit. I'll let him come back since he obviously has a lot to say on this, and he's not making much sense. Uh, well, we'll bring him back here in a moment. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Right now, I want to give you a tote sack. Uh, actually, I want to give you two of them. It's a two pack, and it's going to be yours if your caller. Number three at 603 435 1105. 
you're going to be able to carry in the grocery bags no problem. Multiple bags per tote sack. They're two wonderful handles uh, that'll make it so much of an easier job. You probably won't even have to go back out to the car a second time. All right, uh, so dial in 603-435-1105. Third caller right now. Get some more Free Talk Live coming up. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation. Well, now we've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some very special rates on some of my favorite gold and silver pieces. If you've seen the Lakota Nation silver round from the free Lakota Bank, you know it's one of the most beautiful pieces available today. And a really fun way of giving the Federal Reserve the middle finger. Free Talk Live listeners can get them for the absurdly low rate of $22.30. That's right, $22.30. Call 877-857-9938 or go to silver.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can at once. It's 877-857-9938, silver.freetalklive.com. Anything toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's the live Halloween edition of the show. We are here, as always, taking your phone calls about anything. That's the point of the program. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free. They include our Facebook profile. Head on over to facebook.freetalklive.com, and you can become a fan. That's facebook.freetalklive.com. Does it bother you that the big search engines take the information from your searches and use that to uh, you know, target you with advertising or uh, to you know, perhaps do something that might be more nefarious? Google recently uh, said that the claim that they could predict a flu outbreak before the Center for Disease Control and then prove that they could and turn the information over to the government. Take the Start Page 7-Day Challenge. For seven days, use the startpage.com website instead of your Big Brother search engine and experience the difference. You'll get search results aggregated from 12 major search engines, and unlike your old search engine, you'll have complete privacy in your search. Start the 7-Day Challenge today at startpage.com. All right, so we're bringing Larry back on with us here. Uh, He's listening to WSJM-FM in Benton Harbor, Michigan, and Larry wanted to make sure you had a chance to uh, to get some more of your thoughts out, so go ahead with uh, where you were at. Okay, you're not going to cut me off, right? We haven't cut you off yet. We held you through the break, so go ahead. Okay. Hey, that's that's great. Hey, uh, back on this character from Cleveland, you know, had he uh, been in jail or had he been uh, executed, how many of these people would still be alive? You're talking probably about all, a violent probably all, crime. Probably all six of them. Right? Likely true. Uh, but, how, you know, I mean, the, do you, do you, you know, recommend executing people for crimes that they might commit? Not might commit. This guy did commit. He committed rape, yes. Oh, okay. Well, you Do you want to execute you all condo- rapists? Are you condoning rape, then? What are you talking that, about? Is- because I don't recommend that the government kill its citizens. I'm condoning, condoning rape? No, you know, you're missing the point. Over 90% of people who are incarcerated are bad people. Where do you get this statistic you know, where from? Do you gov- how do you govern on the fringe? Larry, we're going to hold you to that one. Where are you getting that statistic? You're just making that crap I up, know, aren't you? I, I, you know, I... I, I I work with and support people that work in the prison system. Okay? I've been in the prison system. Now, I, my well, question yeah, to you well, is this. Days, not is there, are they bad people? You thought it was too tough. And yeah, Mark, we're in there for just three days. You know, we're talking about Bobby Sands from the IRA who gave his life in the prison system because he was, he, he was given to a cause. And you, and you thought it was too tough. And so you had to get out. 
So don't talk to me about the prison system. You're not talking to the right person. Um, uh, no, I, uh, whoever it was, one of you characters, I don't know who it was, you know, you better be Larry, glad for the yeah. First Amendment because you knew you guys who rattle on and you'd be, you'd be shut down. Larry, for crying out loud, you, Larry, do you want to listen you for a moment now, off. Larry? Now that you've spouted off and mm. uh, proved that you don't even know what you're talking about, first of all, first of all, no, all right, Larry, pot him down, pot him down again. Mm-hmm. Look, I did go to jail last year. It was actually right around this time, a couple weeks from uh, from now, last year. For I did not go removing to jail. A, uh, a couch from your neighbor from your neighbor's lawn. Well, it was because I, uh, you know, essentially talked back to the robed man in the courtroom uh, that uh, that I was sent to jail. And that I wasn't uh, applying courtroom decor or whatever and uh, essentially doing exactly what he wanted me to do. I didn't sit down fast enough, so he hit me with 30 days uh, as contempt of court because I didn't sit fast enough. And then later on when they took me back into the secret chamber, they hit me with 30 more days and then 30 more days. So it was a total 93-day sentence. It was three days for the couch and then 90-something days uh, for being, you know, not uh, jumping through exactly the hoops they wanted me to. And in one case, it was because I wouldn't answer one of his questions. So I used my so-called right to remain silent, and they hit me with 30 days for contempt of court. In that case, I did decide to uh, say my mea culpas and eat some crow in front of the judge so I could get out and I could get back to doing my show because I can have a better effect for liberty doing this radio show than rotting in jail for 93 days. Not to mention that you owe your partner a certain level of, uh, you know, you owe me something. We're in business together. It wasn't because I couldn't handle it. I was in there. I was in there with some guys that were, uh, were seemed like good guys that shouldn't have been there either. And I would say that uh, 100% of the people that I was in jail with should not have been there. And I was only in with uh, with four guys during the three days I was there. And of those four, uh, three, excuse me, three other guys, they all should not have been there. And so, but but what you're confused about, Larry, is that Mark here, the other guy on the show, the other character, yeah, the other character. Mark, you spent nine years in Florida prison. Now, I'm not going to claim that I didn't belong there, though. You know, I mean, but he's saying though you, he didn't think that he thought you were BSing him or whatever. You spent nine years in Florida prison, so he was trying to uh, act as though we don't have any kind of experience on that level. Well, I, I don't need to. Uh, I don't need to establish my uh, street cred for Larry. It doesn't matter to me. I'm just pointing it out, yeah, Larry. Yeah. You're ba- uh, we're going to bring Larry back. Are you still there? I am here. Okay, go ahead. Well, you know, evidently uh, your friend Mark was there because he did something bad. Now, here's this is the question you keep you keep on saying, Larry. See, Larry, this is how it works. You stop talking, and then I start talking, right? You 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 say something, and and then then I'll stop, and then you go. Um, This is my question. Here is you say that people bad people are ninety percent of the people in jail are bad, and okay. But my question is: is did ninety percent of the people in jail do what they're in there charged with? Okay, you can decide that people are arbitrarily good or bad, but I'd like to see whether they're innocent or guilty. That's what I want to know. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, the, the the prison system isn't to rehabilitate people. Oh, it's, it's not. It, no, it's for punishment. Well, there are plenty of them in the United States. That are actually, wait, uh, you know, talking, in there. Wait, a minute. I'm talking right now. You go to prison because you did something bad, and you're punished. It isn't to rehabilitate. The only person that gets rehabilitated in prison is somebody who receives Jesus Christ as their Savior. That is, you know, and they should be. They should face their punishment. Larry, is it bad to break the law? Is it bad to break the law? Yeah. Well, uh, in re- what regard? Well, you told me you were saying that people that go to jail or ninety percent of them are bad. You know, bad people. They did bad things. So, is it bad to break? The law, any law. 
simple question. I mean, you having a tough what, time with it? Well, what do you mean any law? You know, you're talking. About, are you talking about like uh, traffic violations? Okay, let's just let's talk about jailable offenses. Is it? Is well, let's, it talk, let's talk real quick about the people who say harbored slaves during the time of slavery. Um, the Quakers would do this all the time. They would harbor people's uh, property that ran away, and then they would be punished for it. And you know, usually to the full extent of the law. Do you think that those people were bad? You know, let, let's talk about where we're at today. No, let's not. Goodbye, Larry. Thank you for the call. If you're not going to have a conversation with us, we're not going to have one with you. 800-259-9231. What we're trying to establish here is is that at the time of slavery, people like Larry, who has this have this mentality that uh, you know all the, the the system's good and it 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 works it works it works this this system's working it's working fine. And what about this one case where this one guy got out and did, did this one crime? Those same sort of people would have uh, supported throwing Quakers in prison for harm. Mm -hmm. slaves because it's the the zeitgeist of the times um it you know those those same people support throwing marijuana smokers in jail now people who are simply setting a plant on fire and in inhaling the fumes bad people bad right. right think for yourself and question authority the toll-free number is 800-259-9231 frank is on the line in new york frank you're on free talk live Hi, guys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Uh, yeah, I, I thought I'd just uh, sort of ruminate a little bit on the notion of insignificance. As the great poet Auden uh, said many years ago, we must not become complacent over any success. Frank, I want, to, I want to let you ruminate here in a moment. Hang on, more with Frank. Uh, ruminations from Frank in, in moments. <laughs> 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. It's the live Saturday edition, Halloween edition of Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to bring up whatever's on your mind. Just dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. All the features are free. We've got live streams, broadband version of the show, dial-up version, even a webcam. We give it all away. And we've got brand-new Free Talk Live listen lines. You can dial in from any phone, anywhere, as long as it can dial long distance. And, of course, uh, whatever long distance charges you might incur will apply. But you can listen to Free Talk Live over the 24 hours a day. All the details are at listen.freetalklive.com. Now is the time for you and your family to be armed and trained at levels that exceed law enforcement and military standards. Front Sight provides just such training without any of the boot camp mentality or drill instructor attitudes. Secure your Front Sight defensive handgun course today, plus 30 state concealed weapons permit, and get a free handgun. Go to FrontSight.com today. That's FrontSight.com. All right, more with Frank here in New York. Frank, uh, do continue ruminating for a bit, and then we're, uh, we've got to take some other calls. So go yeah, ahead. I was thinking of Auden, the poet who uh, spent uh, several years here in Brooklyn, uh, when, when asked about you know his success... He said, basically, we're all minor poets, and Shakespeare was a major poet, and I guess Robert Frost would consider himself a major poet. <laughs> but the point is, most poets consider themselves minor poets, and he said something interesting. We must not become complacent. 
over any success. And I guess unless you're a Bill Gates or a Melinda Gates or a David Rockefeller or, uh, you know, the Sultan of Brunei, uh, you know, most people are insignificant, you know, especially outside of their work. If, if their occupation is uh, negated, insignificant, all. And I think when we understand that, uh, you know, we we have empathy and we can sort of understand. I'm amazed with the, uh, you know, in the third millennium, how really puritanical this country is. It's so sad. And we've supposedly had sex education in all the schools, elementary schools, high schools, uh you know, for the last 30 years, sex, I'm wondering... Sex education doesn't do anything to, I don't think, eliminate the effects of Puritanism. No, but the point is, I'm wondering, just from the discussion tonight, listening to the different viewpoints, you know, how the Course can be taught when we're afraid of our own bodies Great at any question. given point in time. And I think we have to realize that as people are concerned about these issues that for 99% of the population have no major impact, uh, but we're all focused on these irrelevant issues. We're seeing now that we're losing our freedom with regard to medical programs with the new legislation going through the Congress. We've lost our Bill of Rights uh, with the Homeland Security Act, uh, the Patriot Act 1 and 2, the Military Commissions Act of February 2006. And more and more of these things are happening, and yet it's the issues that are really sort of like the red herrings that 90% of the population is focused on. And the complacency, Instead of focusing yeah, on, right. on issues that can affect them, such as the need for labor unions, the need for uh, security with regard to their uh, uh, government-approved you know, 401ks and all this stuff. I mean, it, well, everybody it, the people has different are laughing that... at this nation. This is a nation Thank of you, fools. Frank, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231, whether I agree with his examples or not as far as what's important. To him, they're important. And I do agree generally with his statement that a lot of people in this country are, in my opinion, their priorities are elsewhere. But I don't blame them for wanting to stick their head in the sand. I don't blame them for wanting to pretend as though there's nothing wrong. It certainly is a lot more comfortable uh, when you, you've got the rose-colored glasses on. Well, the politicians shouldn't be dictating how your life is run, and that's what they are. Done. You know, they, 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 they pass rules that they, don't, they themselves do not have to follow. And that is, it, it, it's an arduous way to, uh, to have to live. Let's go to Joseph listening in Tallahassee to WFLA-FM. Joseph, you're on Free Talk Live with Ina Mark. Thank you very much. Hey. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. What's on your mind tonight? Well, uh, I found a lot of good points were brought up uh, discussing the penal system. Uh, actually, I was a uh, correction officer in the state of Florida, and quite Ooh. candidly, I can agree with Bobby Thompson in many instances. Who's that? Uh Bobby Thompson was the <clears throat> part of one of the governor, I believe, or the mayor uh, of, I believe he was the governor of the state of uh, Chicago. And he found that there were so many, uh, via uh, Barry Sheck, uh, DNA samples that the excluded the possibility, in fact, totally excluded in some cases, the possibility of a person having committed the crime. My point is... You're I'm talking about people who are in jail that shouldn't be, right? Yes. In right. fact, what he did was he commuted uh, uh, all life sentences, and many of them really have been released. I don't know the exact figure now, but Barry Sheck is a, a DNA expert. 
uh, know to throw at the world and this, expert witness. This was the governor that uh, commuted this, uh, the the death penalty sentences of the people in Illinois uh, back in uh, 2005 or something like that. Is that right? That's right, sir. Okay. If you extrapolate a little from that, I can agree <clears throat> with the gentleman uh, that said uh, after nine years and your experience uh, that many of the people didn't belong there. Let me give you an illustration. Sure. I I knew uh, an individual who was in prison. Uh, in fact, the EOS, I mean, the end of sentence, approximately, say, five months ago. Mm. He was there for a year and a half or 18 months or a little longer. I can't remember exactly. I couldn't help but notice that he was industrious, uh, polite. Uh, you know, uh, over, the, over the period of time I was there, I got to know him personally. And, of course, he had his own business, et cetera. Well, he had a DWI. Should he have driven... No. Did he hurt anybody? No. no. Uh, mm. Was there an accident? No. Okay. <sighs> now, you go from that to uh, a situation where you have people that you would swear at the institution that I was at that you were talking to a CEO. Now, what they were, particularly if they were above the age of 45 or 50, this particular institution seems to, um, frankly, specialize in pedophilia. You never in your entire life would know they were. Here's what's happening. As far as this law goes, it's a sham. Here's why. They get enough money together to pay the first month, the last month. They move somewhere in the state of Florida. They get a phone. They already have a Social Security number of an inmate that died. They simply send in, now the inmate that died doesn't have a license, hasn't had one for years, has not been convicted of a crime for years. Virtually, they can somehow get that Social Security number. Okay, now, they're free. What they do is they never even move into the place. They then go to another state. They initially say, well, gee, I'm here and everything, and everybody's all happy, happy, happy. Gosh, look how this is working. It's not working at all. In fact, it's a classic example of a, of a law which was well-intended, as was Governor Rockefeller's. I'm from New York State originally. Law, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, they have, it's about fifty-five to 60000 a year to keep a prisoner in the state of New York. Mm -hmm. You have a situation where you've got people that simply delivered a package, didn't know what it was. Perhaps they should have been more sophisticated. They might have been very young, etc. Mm. We are letting people out the back door of the prison that do pose a clear and present danger to society. In favor of keeping uh, drug so-called criminals sir, behind bars, right? Certainly. Exactly. My yep. point. You, you know, what, what else do you need to say? I mean, you're a corrections officer. Have you left the corrections business? You mentioned it was former. Yes, I have. I left about a month ago. Why did you leave? Well, I'm going to be candid with you. Do it in 30 the, seconds, too, please, if you could. You got it. 30 seconds. My first initial thing was we would let prisoners polish shoes. Guess what? Landis would have given us probably the stuff to do a half sole in a, in a in heel. That pays $43. There was no rehabilitation effort whatsoever, and it disgusted me to a level 
that I no longer could continue with it. You know what? Your story is, we, we have not really ever heard from a corrections officer, I think. This may be the first corrections officer that at least we've known of that's called the show, but it's, it's not very different from the story of many police officers who are also in the, uh, you know, the profession for the right reasons, but were so that's disgusted right, by the system and by the corruption that just rises through the ranks and the awful people that they I were mean, forced to work with that they just left. I thank you. Call us another time and uh, share some more of your stories. We'd love to hear them. We're out of time for them tonight. More are coming up, though. Time for your calls about whatever you want at 800-259-9231. Corrections officer, you heard it from his, you know, the horse's mouth there. It's Free Talk We're not Live. It up. Help Free Talk Live via the AMP program for just $3 per month, and you'll get access to exclusive call-in lines, a chat room, and a forum at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain. Enough time for your call if you make it right now to 800-259-9231. It's the live Halloween edition of the show. We are here with you, and you can talk about anything tonight. It's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All of the features are totally free, and those include updates. So get signed up, and we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. You can just go to updates.freetalklive.com. Also, you need to know about the Free Talk Live AMP program. It's a great way for you to help get this show on more radio stations. Uh, We just came on board in Norfolk, Virginia tonight at WTAR on the AM side of the dial, and uh, so welcome to everybody listening in Norfolk. But it's because of people that are contributing money uh, to the point, to the tune of three bucks a month, you know, the price of a cup of coffee. We use that money to market this program. We use it to buy advertising, to reach out to uh, to radio stations across the country, to bring this, what is it, unfortunately, a unique show. You know, we're not to the point yet where anybody's really borrowing our ideas in the industry. <laughs> we might be groundbreaking. We are not, we are not the much-copied Free Talk Live. Yeah. So uh, so bringing this show to as many ears as possible is the point of the Free Talk Live AMP program, and also to get you some perks, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the chat room, the forum. We've got a special AMP-only podcast. It's all there for you at amp.freetalklive.com. Great way to get behind this show. That's amp.freetalklive.com. Are you interested in journalism and passionate about liberty? Learn about print, broadcast, or investigative journalism by interning at newspaper, media network, or state policy organizations. The program includes a week-long career workshop, a stipend, and a housing as- and housing assistance. Receive mentoring and job research assistance during and after your internship. Placements are available during the spring, summer, and fall. For a spring placement, uh, enroll by uh, November the 15th at libertarianinternships.com. That's libertarianinternships.com. All right. We continue with your phone calls. Dave is listening to WGMD-FM in Delaware. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live. Dave? Go yeah, I'm still here. Hey, you're on the yeah, air. What's on your mind? Hey, what's up, guys? I got to do this quick. My cell phone's dying. Okay. Um, I was in the military for, I know I've called him before. I might not have told you. I was in the military for a total of nine years, six active, three reserve. And I was a cop in the Air Force. And when I was in both South Korea and Kuwait. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Oh, no. What are you going to do? Call us next week, Dave. I don't know. Hopefully, you're still listening there. Your cell phone did die, uh, but we'd love to have you call. You know what? This is a weekday program. Whether or not you actually are able to hear the show on weekdays is up to your local radio station. Uh, if they aren't 
airing the show on weekdays and that you are just getting us on Saturday nights, give them a call. Thank them. If you have not done that, uh, do give them a call. Uh, call the program director. Thank him for airing Free Talk Live and ask him to put the weekday show on. Now, I know that WGMD has actually been airing the weekday show on a fill-in basis. I don't know if, uh, you know, I don't know if they're considering keeping us or not. Maybe they are. Who knows? Uh, time will uh, time will tell and maybe they'd consider us more strongly if you called in and said hi. But you can call the show whether you're, uh, you're tuned in or not. Uh, so maybe Dave will call us Monday night and we can talk about whatever it was he was getting to because it sounded intriguing. Let's talk to Tim, also listening to WGMD-FM in Delaware. Tim, you are on Free Talk Live. Yeah, uh, I think I called you like Monday night. Yes, and you allowed me to rant and rave about the sacrifice of the veterans. Okay. okay. And I, okay, I assumed, and you allowed me for quite a while to go on, and I assumed you guys were liberals. Aha. Uh-huh. And, uh, and since I've listened to you the rest of the week, I find you're more libertarian, and I actually... Uh, Agree with your positions. Well, thanks. That tends to be how it goes. Uh, Usually, we stick them to the ceiling at first. Well, usually, what happens is the first time somebody will listen to Free Talk Live, if they're used to traditional talk radio, they'll jump to a conclusion about uh, you know what uh, Free Talk Live is is about or what the viewpoint of the hosts are. And our viewpoint does differ on some things. And as you listen, you'll you'll be able to uh, to discern what those things are. But Ian's nuts. I'm <laughs> much more mainstream. <laughs> but generally, generally what will happen is we'll, we'll come on the air and we'll say something like, you know, legalize drugs. And so a conservative, uh, somebody who can, thinks of themselves as a conservative, will, uh, will immediately think, those damn liberals. Uh, but then, you know, 15 minutes later, we might be saying that uh, everybody should be able to carry guns around if they, you know, if they want to. And then, you know, that'll give you a little cognitive dissonance, something to actually think, well, wait, I thought they were liberals. And then on the other side of the coin, you know, liberals will listen and they'll think, well, those damn conservatives and sort of, sort of the reverse thing happens. Yep. They think we're, uh, we're ultra-right. So what's on your mind tonight? No, basically, I just want to apologize. And it, it concerns me that the government does want to take our freedom or our First Amendment rights from us mm. and take you all guys off there. Was it Mark Lloyd, who's the czar? Who? And That's the Mark Lloyd. He's one of the Obama czars of the SEC. One of the many, many, many czars. Actually, I thought it was yeah. uh, I thought it was Julius Genachowski. That's the guy who's in charge of the FCC. That's the new well, FCC okay, head. Well, I'm, obviously, I'm wrong again, but. That's all I had to say. No, I just it's okay, to, yeah. dude. Don't worry about it. They're just names. I mean, to me, they're all interchangeable. I, I barely know any of the names myself. I, one Democrat, Republican. I mean, the only guy that's outstanding to me in, in Washington, D.C. is Ron Paul. And the rest of them are the same. You don't have to apologize to us. You added good show content, which makes you know makes this show happen and makes people listen more. And, and so thank you for that. But, you know, that's it's still appreciated. I yeah, mean, it's, um, it's an intellectual honesty uh, to be able to say... You don't hear it much on the radio. That right, much is true. To be able to say, huh, I was wrong. And that's something we've said on the, on the air before. I mean, we've... we've You've got to be able wrong. to say it otherwise. <laughs> otherwise, people are never going to take you seriously if you don't... Aren't oh, I don't know about wrong. that, Mark. There yeah, are, that's that's right. one of the talk radio Rush rules. Russia's 99.44%, right? No, one Just of the... like ivory soap. One of the talk radio rules... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I assume something, and... You know what the first three letters of a scene. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the call tonight, Tim. Well, Appreciate bye. hearing from you at 800-259-9231. One of the rules of talk radio, now they sat us down uh, a few weeks after we started doing the show, seven yeah, years Yeah, once they ago. realized we were going to do it. They sat us down and they gave us the rules of talk radio. And I've, you know, taken a few of them to heart and the rest of them rejected. Uh, but one of the rules is that you're supposed to have a position and then never change it. Or at least not change it on the air at that time. Yeah, um, and we've done that. I you mean, might be able to, you know, over over time, you might be able to change your position to some extent, but not. But by and large, you have to stick with it. 
Stick we your, have admitted on the air that we've been wrong about things. How couldn't we? We're humans. We make mistakes. So uh, any talk show host that is pretending that he's uh, on a mission from God or one hand tied behind his back. What, what is it that Russell Moss says? That yeah, he, one uh, half of his brain tied behind his back. What's the thing about God? He always references um, You know, what is it? Uh, I, I can't remember. last time I listened, right? Something... Mission from God. No, that's the Blues uh, Brothers. The Blues Brothers were on the mission from God. but uh, Okay, well, there's people screaming at their radios right now saying, no, 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 mission yeah. from God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dave's back. He's on another phone. Uh, Dave, you're back on listening to WGMD-FM. So you were telling us a story about how you were in the military uh, police. Go on. Yes. Um, the, we were talking about pornography earlier and, you know, how it's weird. You know, it's things like that can, you know, get played up different ways. When I was in uh, South Korea... Any pornography that was brought into the country was automatically confiscated and oh, wow. thrown away. The only co- uh, type of uh, adult material you could purchase was um, Hugh Hefner's publication. Mm, okay. And, and that was huh. probably about it. And then on the flip side, when I was in Kuwait, any uh, adult material that was found upon leaving the country was confiscated. You weren't allowed to have it in the country, but if it was found, you couldn't take it with you. Wow. Huh. That's some bizarre rules out there. But, you know, point of information, even though they have these very restrictive rules, it doesn't really stop porn, right? I mean, no. people are still going to make people porn. People want to see naked people. Right. Even if you prohibit pornography, it'll go underground just like drugs being prohibited, pushed drugs underground and made it more dangerous. So if, if porn is prohibited, it's very likely that what you'll see happening is more uh, porn actors and things like that. Uh, the underground ones will probably get infected with diseases more often because they won't have the same kind of testing uh, for them that they do in the, in the legal marketplace. And they'll just put it underground and make it dangerous and actually probably make snuff films more of a reality than, a, uh, you know, than essentially an urban legend. Exactly, and and to to go on to about the the false, you know, about the manja or hante, yeah, hentai, hentai, yeah. Yes, the the bad thing, that, the thing that gets me is is you know I also heard about you talking about nudists and that the pictures is when somebody when there's a victimless crime, just viewing certain types of pornography, mm-hmm. you can get uh, arrested for, and and to me as long as there's no victim. I mean, that's like beating yourself up in the middle of the street, and they haul you to jail for beating yourself up. I mean, absolutely. You know, the only victim there is you, and you did it to yourself. So it's how'd that attitude go when you were an MP? <laughs> well, I mean, I was pretty fair. I mean, as long as I, I mean, running radar and whatnot, stopping people, I was usually as long as the conditions were, you know, a certain way, which they were most of the time. I was like, you know, if they speed a little, I mean. I'm not going to stop them, and that's wasting my time and theirs. Good for you. I, you I, it's always, I always I, appreciate when I hear from right. uh, police I, I, like I, that. I would never say that there isn't a, a way to um, uh, operate your vehicle in an unsafe manner. However, I am of the opinion that speed limits are set in order to be able to stop people, you know, ask them questions or raise some money for the, the, the governmental a- yeah. <laughs> apparatus. Exactly. And, and to, to end everything with the whole uh, victimless crime thing, there I've, I've heard about recently where kids have been getting charged with rape, like 14-year-olds and 14-year-olds. Statutory rape, yeah. and yeah. also When they for, have sex with each other. Also for taking, taking pictures. pictures. They'll uh, be charged with child porn for that. Thanks, Dave, for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. We'll be back Monday night. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Have a happy Halloween and a super fun and safe weekend. If you're paying more than $14.95 per month for DSL, you are paying way 
way too much. It's time to make the switch to DSL Extreme, the nation's number one internet service provider. DSL Extreme is fast. And at $14.95 per month, it's cheaper than dial-up. Plus, you get free spam protection, a free modem, and 24-hour-a-day free local tech support with no setup fees. This restrictions apply. Call 1-866-2-GET-NET. That's 1-866-2-GET-NET. Or go to DSLExtreme.com.